Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Deep. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 3117 of the award-winning podcast, Never Past Cast, with a T, you slurring slob. Never Not Funny. <laughs> uh, we welcome you into the program as we do each and every week, two times for some folks, right? Uh, Johnny, two times. That's something. Um, hey, traffic uh, was fine coming in. I'm, I got no complaints about traffic. Uh, but what happened today is you guys noticed I was a little tardy getting in here. I was literally here on time, uh, but I was circling and circling looking for parking oh. uh, because in front, some guy parked a motorcycle yeah. in what at one point, I guess, was between two cars, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, which was Zach Galifianakis in one of them, and then <laughs> a guy that looks like Zach in the other one. Yeah. Uh, but I, but now there's not between two cars. The two cars have gone. Yeah. And making it uh, where you cannot park. And you I and can't. I I pulled in in front of that motorcycle and had the I had to answer the question in my mind: Do I back up all the way to the motorcycle and leave half a spot in front of me? No, you could or not pull do that. up and leave half a spot behind me. I decided to pull up just because of the the position of the ficus or whatever those you know the ficuses yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's 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 some foliage anno- annoying stuff that scrapes your car if you park certain places so you have to sort of re- deal with that aspect too so i just went with being what would be considered the normal distance from the car in front of me and leaving a weird spot behind me i think you did a great job i Thank saw you. your car nobody's behind you it's a what sucks about it is it's a little bit more than half a spot it yeah. looks like mm-hmm. oh well like elliot might have been able to fit there well that was the thing is that i drove by there as well and i looked at him and go, oh fuck and and there's two of them that's there's the problem he's here yeah and it's what well, like i think you could probably fit in there i i have no doubt i could fit but in you there. don't want to be peewee's big adventure where you, <laughs> you you go in a little too much and you go yes. oh and now you're knocking that guy's whack yeah uh, his, ye- his yellow his yellow fancy motorcycle which makes me think you could beat him up because <laughs> he has a yellow motorcycle no because it looked it looked like a tiny motorcycle it wasn't one of those giant motorcycles it wasn't a harley and it yeah. wasn't like a fancy racing thing it was kind but of he like, should it, be aware look out the fucking coffee shop window yeah. and see what's happening and you're 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 ruining traffic yeah. motorcycles can go anywhere don't don't take up any amount of car parking space just i agree put it on the sidewalk i know you get probably to get a ticket for that but yeah i don't know the rules on that i just pull it right into the coffee shop (laughs) (laughs) come on in be like grease on stage isn't there like a or that would probably be grease too with the motorcycle uh i don't think they ever did that on broadway no i think i think broadway uh, was spared that yeah uh there was the i believe the scene in rocky horror where meatloaf comes in on a motorcycle thank you maybe and then i believe there is does Steve Martin come in on a motorcycle on oh, Little, uh, shop, little shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds there familiar. So there's some stars on motorcycles. There's, yeah. a, there's so, the, the motorcycle sure, appearances I'm thinking I'm sure of. Sure, Henry Winkler went into a spot uh, once on a course. motorcycle. He probably pulled into Mel's or. Oh, sure. Uh, ben Frank's back in the old days. Was on it Sunset. Mel's Diner. Uh, on television or. Yeah, what's, but what's the Arnold's. name? Arnold's. Thank you. Uh, Mel's locally here and yeah. globally. Of course. Was it, it was. Al's. Al's was the other one. Okay. No, it was Arnold. Arnold ran Al's. Arnold ran Al's. No. Or Al ran Arnold's? 
it was Arnold's, and then right, and then and Al ran it. Well, no, Arnold did, and then, uh, 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 then and he left, and then he left, and okay. then Al Molinero came in. See, I didn't watch the show enough to see understand the different eras, like the way I'd understand Three's Company with Mister Furley versus uh, you know the, Mr. Roper. the Ropers. Ropers had to have their own show. Yeah. Which uh, that worked fizzled that, very quickly. Not well. <laughs> not well. And, I, and I'm imagining that Jeffrey Tambor was a delight on the set of that as well. Uh, Garen, is it Arnold's? It is Arnold's drive-in. Yeah. And so, all right. So it was Arnold, which was Pat Morita. Mm-hmm. And then he left because he too became a movie star, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Al Molinero, who you know from uh, Character Actor. Uh-huh. Uh, and the Weezer video. Uh, is he in it? Yeah, I think that's the thing. I no, mean, it's, 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 days, the, it's the footage. No, no, I think they use, you know how they used real oh, footage yeah, yeah, from yeah, Happy yeah, Days. Yeah. He's footage of him from Happy Days is in the video Why as not? opposed to, or maybe Pepperin is also in it. I don't know. Either way, they deserve it. They deserve to be recognized for that, as does Anza Williams and Don Most. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he took over and they called him Al because he's a type of actor that can't have a name other than his. <laughs> right. He and Tony Danza fight that out <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, well, we wish them luck as we do all uh, all diners mm-hmm. um, and uh, and all and all motorcycle drivers uh, yeah. on a on a slick rainy day. This is a risky day to be on a motorcycle. I don't like too. it for them. I don't like uh, the idea of uh, you know they say in California when it rains, uh, you know, the, because there hasn't been rain in a while. Although there has been this week, there was once a few days ago there was. But the first rain after a long spell of dryness brings all the oil, Lots of oils, into the street. And uh, I don't like your face. You don't wash it. A lot right. of oils are going to come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Garen. That's true. It is true. It just sounded a little trumpy when he. It did sound trumpy. It's a little trumpish. <laughs> By the way, my son, my my young boy, you guys have met him, Oliver. Yeah, mm, Oliver Barton. Yeah, right, uh, right, he right. went on a riff. He admittedly, and he admits it, he's doing an impression of James Austin Johnson mm-hmm. doing Trump. Yeah. Uh, but he was talking about it eventually landed on Guitar Hero, but it was it was about <laughs> Gibson versus Fender. Now we got Fender. They're talking Fender. They're saying Fender's the best. But but you got to love that flying V. Oh, that flying V takes off like a rocket. <laughs> and, and maybe you choose to use that on Guitar Hero. Oh, that guitar. I don't get booed. I'm one of the best. Yeah. One of the best guitar heroes. I, I don't get booed. I see others get booed. I don't get booed. Uh, it was really it was a really <laughs> great. Great. Yeah, it was. It's, uh, it, that's the the mark of a great impression is that you can't resist doing it when you after you see it. So like James Austin Johnson, he's reached the mountaintop of impressions because you can't watch it without then starting to do it in your own life. Yes, and doing it poorly in my case, but it's still uh, it's just so fun and 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 catchy. It's like a good. It's like a pop song. You can't. You want to. It is like it. a pop song. I got. Did you you saw the thing when he was on Fallon when he was talking about. I guess Trump sort of referenced James Austin Johnson. Sort of, kind of, maybe like, didn't. Like, yeah, but like didn't, not by name, but right. he, he 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 displayed an awareness of James Austin Johnson, <laughs> which is kind of fun for James Austin Johnson probably. But the, the whole thing was he was talking, it's like perfect, perfect Trump stream of consciousness. He was talking right. about some Democrat and calling him a liar, which of course is the height of hypocrisy. And he was saying, he's a liar, a real liar, John Lovitz. Oh, they're not doing so good now. They're, they're, uh, they could use the John Lovitz, but they don't have him. They got the new guy, got some other guy. I haven't seen him. I heard he's good. I heard he's, he's very good, but I haven't, I have not, we don't watch it. We don't watch the show. But it's just like, <laughs> do you see, he went from a guy being a liar to the liar character right. from 35 years right. ago on SNL <laughs> right. to John Lovitz to we don't watch it to this new guy's doing it. Love it. John Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, John Love it is the guy from Love it or Leave it. Love it or Leave it, yeah. Right? Is he, that's still happening? I see his I, I see Favreau a lot more than I see him. 
I think, I mean, I think post that the height of that whole crooked media thing was around 2016, right? Like that's when everybody was like, so 16 through 18, I would say, right. And then in the, in the aftermath, but then, I mean, I'm sure they held on to their audience and, and their, their core listenership and whatever else they're doing. They're probably blogging. They got blogs, (laughs) (laughs) doing web series, (laughs) mailing list. They got the MailChimp. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they, uh, but the, yeah, you don't hear. They're not in the zeitgeist. Well, the I think they used to be. Uh, yeah, that's where I disagree. Fabro is. Yeah, well, on Twitter, as he is, is yes. Tommy, whatever his name is, the third dude that right. really doesn't. But uh, love it. I, I don't see him anywhere. I don't see because Fabro will pop up as a talking head. Yeah, Tommy ta- shows up as a talking head all the time. Were they all writers for Obama? I think so. Because because I think uh, my read was like, love it was the one that sort of seemed to. Th- think of himself more as a comedian or a comedy writer the other guys were like speech writers or maybe they were all speech writers but this guy he did the thing at the improv yeah well i guess that was love, it, podcast, love yeah. it or leave it yeah but the premise was that he brought comics together to riff on the news right and this is all part of the pod save america family of podcasts yeah. but his was supposed to be the more explicitly funny one uh and yet he was hosting <laughs> <laughs> the words of Matt Bell never not represent I'd, those. I've never listened to it. I'm just being whatever. I, I have no idea if he's funny it is, or not. It's uh, I've not. I, I, listen, I got a lot of opinions about that podcast. <laughs> Haven't listened to one second of it. Yeah, I may be basing the joke I made on someone else telling me what they thought of it, and I have no opinion. Is that myself. other person me? Because again, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can base it on my opinion. I have no idea. I just know that there's probably other people who are in comedy who maybe think that guy shouldn't be Agreed. doing that. But, uh, Garen, is that still a thing? Love it or leave it? I mean, and by the way, if it is, it's got a million plus sure. more subscribers than we've got. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just dropped an episode on December 10th. Well, they should. Who's yeah. on that? Who, who's What kind of what kind of heavy hitters is he getting? And I mean, that uh, not in a sarcastic way. Uh, looks like Sam Sanders and Zach Stafford. You got Zach. Zach was in the other car. From, was he the uh, other guy? Zach, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, podcasts, I went, uh, by the way, th- this is how I want to start this. I'd like you to compliment my haircut. I'd like you to do so. Nice work. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, not that you did it, but nice haircut. Thank you very much. So I bring uh, my young son. I mentioned him earlier, Oliver. You guys have met him. Yes. Uh, I bring him to get a haircut. We go to, as I mentioned, um, on the Andrea Savage episode, we go to the uh, Supercuts in Beverly Hills because they do a very nice job. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we get there, Oliver's, uh, we were running late, so I dropped Oliver off at the uh, the light. He ran in. Uh, by the time my partner got in there, he was already in the chair. Like, they were wow. they were waiting for Oliver. Why okay. not? True. You know, son of a celebrity. So, <laughs> uh, Goddamn nepotism strikes again. He, uh, he's, so, so he's in the chair, and I I had just taken a shower and gotten ready and everything, and uh, felt my hair looked a little poofy, so I was like, you know what, since I'm here, I'll get a little trim, I'll get a little haircut. And so, you know, the woman says... Uh, I said, I'm sure you're filled up, right? You don't have any. She goes, no, no, you, you, we can take you right now. Mm-hmm. I go, great, let, let's do it, you know. So then uh, she goes, well, I actually got to wait for that woman to finish up. So that woman's finishing up on an old man uh, where it, it may have taken her upwards of a minute and a half to cut his hair. <laughs> so she cuts his hair, sweeps up, so on and so forth. She comes over, Jim, and I walk over, and I've got my cone and hoodie on, and I walk over, and she goes, uh, she goes, Team Coco, huh? And I go, yeah. And she goes, uh, you don't need a haircut. I go, what? She goes, yeah, I'm taking money out of the, my pocket, but uh, I, I can't take your, I, you don't need a haircut. And I'm like, really? She goes, well, when's the last time you got a cut? I said, by a professional? She said, yeah. I said, about two months ago. She goes, well, what's, what have you been doing since then? I go, I just cut it. You're cutting it? I go, yeah, I cut it. I go, well, my son does the back. And she goes, let me see the back. She goes, 
he should work for me. <laughs> she goes, you're telling me this is, you've done this? I go, yeah, this is my hair, I, I've done this. And, and she goes, give it another two weeks or so. You, you, I, I, I cannot sleep tonight if I take your money. <laughs> so she wouldn't give me a haircut. And then, wow. so then we go over to the counter and the woman goes, uh, you know what, take Jim off the, uh, off the list, we're not gonna give you a haircut. Why not? Why? And then this this woman cannot believe right. that I'm not getting a haircut. <laughs> and so she's like, "You don't." So so you're saying, Jim, you don't want to. Do you want somebody else to cut it? I go, "No, I'm kind of with her." I look in the mirror. I don't need a haircut. I, I said, "I don't know what I was thinking." And so then the woman goes, uh, "Do you listen to Kona's podcast?" And I said, uh, "You know what? I don't." I said, "I think he's the funniest guy, but I don't listen to his podcast." I said, "In fairness, I only I only listen to it like three podcasts. I listen to." Um, Never Not Funny, a show called Never Not Funny, uh, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, and uh, a cup of tea and a chat with Allie and Bean. I said, you might know them, Allie and Bean. Bean was, you know, uh, Kevin and Bean. Oh, yeah, of course. And I go, and uh, I said, the great, great show is How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. That's really fun. It's a woman's great show. I go, if you want to listen to Never Not Funny, it's just three guys sitting around listening to the host jerk off about 80s music. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, that's my wheelhouse. So I may have, Uh-oh. I may have jokingly, uh, well, kind of jokingly putting our show down for you, yeah. uh, may have gotten us a new listener. And she's going to hear this episode and go, wow, I have been duped and I should have taken that guy's money and not listened to his podcast. Oh, I disagree with that. 38 special. There you go, ma'am. <laughs> right? It's uh, Speedwagon. Uh, they got the wagon. That's from uh, Ozark. Um and then Oliver got a nice haircut from some other woman. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we left there. And uh, Now he, uh, let me yes. talk about this, because my son is 10 and ha- uh, insists on keeping his hair long like a hippie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only, I, 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 I tell myself I only care because of how tangly it gets and then it becomes my problem. Mm-hmm. Or Elise's problem, basically all of our problems. Uh, and also it, it's painful to him when we brush out the, the tangles. So it's his problem too, but he insists. I remember Oliver used to have long hair. When did that change? Like, when did he decide to go shorter? And uh, this was my original question that I'm working my way around to. Have you ever have you ever talked to him about going as short as your hair? Like, does he think because his hair is not as short as yours? Has that been discussed or is Uh, he just like, I like this and this is what I'm doing? It's a little longer than what I've got going on at the moment. Yeah. um, Nobody in this room has uh, his length. Maybe you you're the closest, I would say. Yeah. Um, you know, what happened was uh, he went, like, if you look at his class photographs, mm-hmm. uh, he's got haircuts where, like, because he, just like Charlie, mm-hmm. he didn't want to get a haircut. And, yeah. you know, uh, and then he looks at it now and goes, why didn't you guys yell at me? Like, <laughs> I said, well, one of us did. <laughs> one of us, you know, wanted you, like, hey, maybe you should get a haircut. Yeah. And then uh, I said, and that was 55% of me wanted that. 45% was like, let your freak flag fly. Who mm-hmm. gives a shit? Right. Danielle was all about that. You know, if this is what yeah. he wants his hair to be, let it be. Uh, and so it was kind of, it was long and wavy and curly. Yeah. As he's gotten older, it's become a little tighter and a little more froey. Oh, so, like yours was at that age. Uh, or mine what? was a little bit after that, actually. Okay. So, but but it still, it never is not as tight as his hair. Mm-hmm. So his hair now kind of goes up uh, like Trevor Noah in a way. <laughs> if he was to let it grow huh. out, it would go a kid and play yeah. before it would go to what it was when he was younger. Right. And he doesn't like that it looks chia petty. Yeah. So now he does. He's the one that goes like that. I think I need a haircut. Yeah. Which, you know, that wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of just turned when mm. 
I also think going to school, yeah. going to high school. Yeah. You know, because uh, certainly during the Zoom era, he didn't, you know, who cares? But I think, you know, he's going to high school. And I think he's starting to get to the, you know, a little later than this old man, uh, you know, interested in girls and mm-hmm. what they think about him and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, going on dates or whatever and getting close oh, okay. to that. I don't know. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Like he wants yeah. to look mm-hmm. like everything's kind of changing a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, Peter Brady sang about it. It's good. It's time to change. change. You got to rearrange. That show sucked, <laughs> but you can name that, and you can name, uh, you can sing the other song, right? Mm-hmm. It's a sunshine, sunshine day. day. You didn't even know what fucking song I was going to do. Outside. It's the I only other one, right? <laughs> Not the day. What was the name of the band? Remember? I just can't stay inside all day. I gotta get up. Give me some of those rays. Everybody's smiling. It's sunshine day. Everybody's laughing. It's sunshine day. Everybody feels so happy today. It's a sunshine day. What do you got, Garen? I was gonna say I remember that more from the movie than from the they series. Do, they do. Oh, they do it in the movie. They perform it yeah. in the movie. Well, as well, it's in the television show, Garrett. That's where I remember from. But oh, I'm older than you, and I grew up. It's a solid watching. song. It's a it's a it it's a monkeys level pop. It's a song. monkeys level pop song. Some, give it to them. Some monkeys fans may not only disagree with you, come here and kick the <laughs> shit out of you. I just mean in the sense that they probably went out and hired a real songwriter. Yeah. The way that the monkeys had Neil Diamond writing songs yeah. for them. And uh, it shows they they didn't just go hey like it wasn't like a comedy writer like I could write a song. I want to tell you something, and I'm going to get kicked in the balls for this for some folks. I think I would rather this hear Sunshine Day than Dame Daydream Believer <laughs> in 2022. I think I'd rather hear that. I've heard Daydream Believer enough. I will go. I won't go quite that far. I will say to me they are on par. They're they are they're they're both on, on the, the radio. They're on the you've same got, level. You've to only me. got two channels. Yeah, they both come on. Which one do you listen to? Well, Sunshine Day, because I, I, I didn't watch the monkeys as much as I watched. I, I watched the Brady Bunch a lot as a kid, so it, it has more meaning to me. We watched it, right? We, as, uh, our generation. You're, you might be the end of it. Yeah. Watched that on a day, two, three times a day. It was that and Gilligan's Island. They and they were, both suck. They suck, but they were on, it, it just, you couldn't get away from them. No, you could not. And that's into the 80s. I'm talking because you're older right. than me. Like I'm talking about 83, 84, 85, 86. They're still, still on, on TV so much. When in reality, like Happy Days rerun should have replaced that. They they were also hard to avoid. Oh, they were. In my, in my Laverne world. Laverne and Shirley as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch that one as much. Probably just whatever time it was You don't on. like women. Still yeah, don't. That's right. <laughs> well, they're not funny. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, because the words of Matt Belknap did not represent those of the host, James Parker. I mean, you gotta you gotta get Lenny and Squiggy in there for Thank the last. Thank God they show up, right? <laughs> oh, they are funny. <laughs> the whole thing's so, so stupid. So stupid. Yeah, Mr. Michael McKean. But yeah, I I don't know why Brady Bunch was on so much, and and like, it may, I, again, I think it probably was just what time slot they happened to be in where I lived is when I. That's why I saw that so much. But, but again, we all did. It it must have. First of all, they must have noticed. Everybody People watches watch these. it. Yeah. We can get ad time, and uh, they probably it was early. It's early syndication, so it was probably cheap. The difference is when you watched it, it probably felt contemporary. Whereas when I watched it, it definitely felt like this is a different era. It did. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like uh, I was watching it as like a time capsule of the seventies. When those early ones were on, when they had like those very early seventies haircuts, then those were the ones like that felt yeah. dated. But then you know, once they got perms, <laughs> that wasn't dated at all. We're, we're all in. I would argue that the early ones almost feel sixties to me. 
They uh, had a 60s. I don't know uh, when it started, actually. Did it start in the 60s, like 68 or something? 69 or? would be my guess if we if we had to make guesses. Uh, 71 pounds. Because it's, it's kind of similar to like the Beatles, how they were a little buttoned down initially, and then they got freakier as they mm-hmm. went on. Like the Brady Bunch haircuts were pretty like buttoned down and the, everything they were dressed. And then, yeah, by the end, they might as well be going at Woodstock. They were yeah. so out of control. Uh, what when did, the, when did the Brady Bunch start? Uh, original release, September 26th. 1969. 69. 69. So summer of uh, the end of summer, summer of love. Right. That's what uh, Brian Adams was talking about. I think yeah. some other Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the debut of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, Elliot solved that problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian Adams hears this, and then in his next interview, he, you know, <laughs> the truth is, it's about that. About I'm going to rewrite history the 19th time. <laughs> I've just my, my my wife has just heard this episode and is writing up divorce papers. <laughs> she cannot sick hear of you bring me that bring up this up. Yeah. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Your, your your anger is out of scale with the with the issue. You can you can blame me for that one because I'm the one who brought it. I'm up. also going to blame the rain mm. and society. Got to blame, blame on something. something. Thank <laughs> you, uh, you know, my son and I have a uh, running joke with each other. I mentioned it probably on the show before. Where uh, if I'm in the car uh, and 38 Special comes on, I take a photograph of the radio and text it to him because <laughs> right. they we, we're, we we believe 38 Special has stock in Sirius XM. They right. play it so much, but we've decided over the weekend. That there is a song that is played, even though they play a a a a, a, uh, a variety of uh, it, you know they play so caught up in you mm-hmm. and what if I'm in the one and chain lightning they play about five uh, thirty special. special songs yeah. and they play a a bunch of this band I'm gonna bring up they but they play one song on eighties on eight because it was huge in the eighties they played on eighties on eight they played on. Uh, classic vinyl because it fits into that. They play it on classic rewind because it also fits into that, and they also they play it on Ozzy's Boneyard because it fits into that, and they play it on Hair Nation because it fits into that. So they play. So there okay, is now we have to guess. Yes, what song fits all of fits those all things? Those. So it's vinyl. It's eighties. It's rewind. It's metal. And you understand rewind is basically the uh, like the cassette era of classic rock. Okay, got it. And but this song straddles both. I have so many ideas, but the first thing I thought of yes. was "Come on, feel the noise." It is not. Quiet Riot. It is not. But but it should be, shouldn't that, it? <laughs> that's a good one. But they don't they don't play that one as much. We're not going to take it. No, Twisted it, Sister. It is not that. But uh, once I once you get the answer, you're going to say you're going to because they. So anyway, we've, we've decided that that that's the winner. They play that okay. song that more than anything. You can't get in the car without one of the stations playing that song. Is it a band you like? I don't dislike them. Okay. So and I've seen them. So, in con- so it's not Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, it's not Bon Jovi. You eliminate Bon Jovi. I have seen them in concert. Okay. I've been, uh, I saw them. Uh, this will not help anybody unless you have a heck of a memory. I saw them on tour at the, when they came to the Universal uh, Amphitheater, maybe it was still called at the time. Maybe it was the Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was them and the Scorpions. And maybe they, Billy Squire They opened? opened for the Scorpions? No, they were the headliner. Okay. Scorpions. They were, so it was, Scorpions were in the middle. Yeah, my thing. Uh, remember that right? Because my I, gut jumped to every rose has its thorn, but I don't think that fits the your classic. gut is wrong. <laughs> Usually, I also, is. yeah, you don't like poison. No, I do like poison. Oh, really? Yeah, I do like poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun, uh, fun fact: when I got my uh, uh, 1996 Pontiac Sunfire, mm-hmm. it was the first car of mine that had a built-in CD player, mm-hmm. and uh, the first CD that I, for reasons I don't understand, first CD I bought was Poison's Greatest Hits. Hmm. I don't know why that was the one. Maybe it was on sale at the record store. Yeah. 
But I that was so I listened to that CD like crazy. Yeah, because it was. Is this an American band? This is not an American band. Okay, my my third in the in the holy trinity of overplayed quasi metal '80s songs after. Come on, feel the noise, and we're not going to take it. Would be you shook me all night long by ACDC. It's not that either. Yeah, I, I felt like it wasn't, but I had to finish out the trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, the clue of me seeing them in concert should have really given it away. <laughs> um, Elliot, you got anything on this? No, I'm no. Hmm. Um, all right, I'll give you the band. No, 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 no. Gosh, still no, huh? I, I really want to. Come on, Garen. I'm not going to do any more guessing. I just want to encourage the other guys to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another clue. All right. You know what? I'll give you a clue that may, that may give it away. Okay. They were they were very much compared to Zeppelin when they first. Uh, so it's Whitesnake. It is Whitesnake. Oh, there you okay. go. It is Whitesnake. Here I go again. Here I go again. Yeah. And and it, it ticks all those boxes. Yeah. And so at any given moment, one of those channels is playing that song. Yeah. And so I now take pictures of that uh, <laughs> to uh, make Oliver laugh. Before I forget, like completely off topic. Yeah. So I want, I, I want to share the story with you. So Oliver and I, you know, we have, we now have a Whole Food uh, within walking distance to our house. Um, so I don't know what I don't, I don't know why they're laughing because I dropped the S. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. find that funny. I find that funny. And also I'm thinking of Danielle's just uh, oh, little tick marks on the wall. A, that's another one. Of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, her, it is her, her funny. flattening that paper out. They laughed. Didn't they laugh more than they should have for you dropping the S off of it? Or am I crazy? I'm, uh, not, I'm not insulting you. I'm they just, laughed more than... Uh, than I expected. <laughs> yeah. so, no, my, that's why my, I was confused. My additional laugh was you've been you've you've mentioned a couple times about you know annoying your son, annoying your wife about yeah. things that you say, and I was like, oh oh yeah, that's that's another one. Yep, okay, yeah, the Whole Food, the Trader Joe, <laughs> you know, I, squiz, I, squiz. <laughs> Not, all these are things that will have me in a studio apartment by twenty twenty five. I'm home. Uh, by what? Worked. Not anymore. Get it? What'd you do? I said, honey, I'm home would be one of the things that are going to get you a divorce paper. Why would that get me? I don't know. My, wife, with the, the my wife likes when I show up and I say nice things. Well, that's why it's a joke. Garen. Quote, unquote. There needs to be logic to a joke. <laughs> yeah, come on. Know. Does there? I'm, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not sure I'm that's not true. Logic. I'm not sure that's and, true, but an internal logic. But it, it, we, we all agree, though, that the, the dart didn't hit the board, right? We yeah. could all agree on that? Yeah. I didn't throw a dart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't even darts. <laughs> you stood by. You, Can I play, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> you threw a dry tissue. <laughs> um, with hope that it would. Yeah. All right, so uh, we go to the Whole Food and. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm never so furious at you. I, I'm somehow mad now. <laughs> well, he's making fun of you. I'm yeah. insulting you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should be mad. I'm not yeah. mad at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, we get our food from. Uh, I got some stuff off the hot bar, and mm-hmm. I forget. Uh, Oliver got himself a delicious tuna sandwich on pretzel bread. And, Ooh, uh, wow! I've right. Never, never thought of that. Not in a million years. And I will tell you this: he wouldn't shut the fuck up about how great that sandwich was. <laughs> Literally every bite, he would go. I got to tell you, this is great. It's amazing that I'm always amazed when a child eats tuna fish. It's uh, he, he eats it uh, a lot. Yeah, he my, enjoys my kids fish. would never go near tuna fish, and uh, I wouldn't as a kid either. Well, you know, you can tune a piano, but you cannot tune a fish. That's right. That's a band. That's an and, artist. It's a band. It's an album, right? And band. I have it hanging on my wall with an autograph on it. Yes, you do. Uh, uh, is it the aforementioned Aria Speedwagon? It's the aforementioned Aria Speedwagon. All right, so we're leave, we're leaving the Whole Food, and. Uh, f- at seven o'clock, they they there's some big metal doors that they close and lock on La Cienega on the okay. main drag, and so you have to even on foot, you have to walk through the garage yeah. to get to the you have to enter that way. It's it is 
inconvenient. Is that a thing at Whole Foods? Because the one in Burbank has a similar setup where, I mean, I don't know if they lock it, but you have to go through the garage to go to any direction that's helpful to me yeah it's uh the, the one on olive that, yeah. that guy that, that, that thing's a, that's a that, that parking lot's a zoo too yeah they're giving whole food is giving a trader joe a run for the money as far as shit parking goes <laughs> yes so they lock that up so you got to walk around it's inconvenient but it's one of those doors where you can you can leave through it okay you know uh so we're, we're leaving so we 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 push that uh we push the thing open we you know we both got our, our bags we push it open and uh, a uh, a couple, a, a, a let's say a, a a gentleman and a lady in their thirties and or forties mm-hmm. um, are uh, right behind us, and uh, she says, "Oh, thank thank you, thank you very much, thank you, thank you." And Oliver's holding it, and uh, the guy comes through, doesn't say a word, <laughs> and I just it, you know, just infuriates me. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yes, she already said it, but you're too cool to say thank you for somebody holding a door. The young boy is holding a door for you. So uh, the door, so uh, they uh, they go through the door, then the door, you know, slowly on the uh, the hydraulic, then closes, and because it's metal, it makes the big sound. Yeah. Just as three security guards are running out of Trader Joe and going, it's them! And Oliver and I are standing like, what? Oh, and, no, your nightmare. And they went, it's them. And these two... The, the man and woman start running across the very crowded La Cienega. Oh, no. And then and dropping food they've stolen. Oh, um, my God. So what Oliver and I did was we kindly held the door open so people could steal. <laughs> You're like, it's like accessories. A, it's like a reverse uh, Peter Parker. This is the origin story of Spider-Man. I don't know that. He uh, wouldn't stop a robber who was running. So in the original Spider-Man. He uh, he gets his powers and he decides to use his powers to make money. So he enters a wrestling competition where there's like a I do remember that part. Professional wrestlers like I'm gonna take on anyone who and so he gets in the ring and beats the guy and gets some money. Right. And so then he's he's in the hallway. Uh, you know the the promoter pays him the money in the in the office and he's standing in the hallway and a guy runs by and he goes like Hey stop thief stop that thief and he's like Man, not my problem and the guy just runs right by him and then that guy murders his uncle oh boy so he oh learns boy. a lesson the hard way that with great power comes great uh, responsibility yeah well luckily this these two people were not going in the direction of my home <laughs> um, and uh and then uh, but it was weird it was yeah. like well oh we just we just help people steal yeah we just because if we were literally five seconds earlier we wouldn't have held the door open because they wouldn't have been close enough right right and uh, they would have then tried to get out, and in that time, they would have been caught. Now, did the politeness that led your son to hold the door lead him to apologize to the security guards? They, you know what happened, uh, and and rightfully so. They they chose not. They didn't even get close enough to us. Once they saw they were running across the street, they kind of just they're like whatever. Like we're not. Gonna, I'm not going to get hit by a car chasing these two. I'm not going to get a gunfight. You mm-hmm. know who knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not going to die because these guys just stole. Yeah, and, and let's be honest. I mean, you've got to be in dire straits to steal sure. food, and if that's what, if you're stealing yeah. food, that's a you. I mean, you've got to be in a bad spot. Yeah, I agree. So, so when they when they were walking out the door, they didn't seem like anxious or like they were in a hurry. He, uh, she did not. She again was very pleasant. And, yeah, uh, but he was. Um, in retrospect, Oliver was like it was clear he was holding stuff and could not like. Us holding the door really helped him. Yeah, because uh, then he just walked through. So he didn't have a bag. No bag. Just hands. No bag and, and under his jacket. Oh, gotcha. Holy stuff under his jacket. Um, 
That's a little suspicious. <laughs> and but you couldn't see you would we didn't know it. Yeah. We you know we didn't. So it, what what was she holding? Nothing. So she didn't take anything. Maybe. I mean, in know, her who, pockets. Who, who, yeah, okay. who knows what was in her Gosh. pockets? Um, but it was uh, again. It, you know, it goes from what a weird, what a Jesus Christ. We just helped those people steal, mm-hmm. and then uh, security, you know, throwing up their hands to then kind of feeling sorry for the people. Like, yeah, they're in such a spot that right. that's what they have to do. Yeah. Um, we got uh, you getting a, a, no. a text message. Um, so uh, so that was our that was our exciting. Then we went home and watched some Taskmaster while we uh, while we had our meals, mm-hmm. and I had um, they, they make a they make a delicious meatball there. Not this day. No, it wasn't good. Sorry, that's a bummer. Because then you get it home and you're like, here we go, mm-hmm. and it's like, nah, mm. not good. They got a nice pot roast on that hot bar. Mm. They get a lot. Here's the thing about going to that hot bar: you go, let's just walk down to Whole Food and get some uh, get something off the buffet. Um, it's still as much money as if you went to a restaurant. It's like, right. it's crazily expensive. Yes. Um, yeah, you're not, it's the only benefit is that you didn't have to cook it. And that it's within walking distance. Mm-hmm. That is the only benefit yeah. of, let's just go down there and get something and bring it back. Uh, but cost wise, it's like, Jesus Christ, what are we, what are we doing here, Nicholas? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've never, I've, I have a uh, Whole Foods Within walking distance of my house. And uh, thank you, Elliot. <laughs> See, now that was worth a laugh. No, it wasn't. So it just, it so <laughs> so you bring wasn't. it back and then so wasn't. comedy all over again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I, I never choose to do that or think to do that myself. The, the, the hot bar. Yeah. They got, they got a good pizza. They got, uh, all of it's good. Mm. They got the, they got the, uh, the uh, Qdoba slash Chipotle style little uh, uh, Mexican bowl slash burrito mm. place. If you want that. Uh, but I got issues with their uh, with their dollops and and cost. Maybe I should maybe I should introduce Zoe to that because she loves a she, she would just eat bean and cheese burritos every meal if she could. And uh, but she's just she's now she she's turning her nose up at the Trader Joe's microwave bean and cheese burritos. Mm-hmm. She always wants the Paquito Moss one, but it's like you can't go to Paquito Moss every day. So maybe uh, maybe this hot bar is the answer. I'm going to tell you that uh, it will cost ten dollars. Okay, well then it's not. That's it's the not, same as Paquito Moss. It's not an option. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, that's stupid. That's more than Paquito Moss. It's more and it's and Chipotle too. It's and, and all right. So here's what happens. I go. I decide to get that uh, one day, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get that, and because uh, in my opinion, it is better than those places. Okay. Um, the steak is is very good, delicious steak. So. Um, this young lady, I said, I'll, I'll take a bowl. And she goes, you want rice? And I go, yeah. And then she takes the the small, like almost like an ice cream scoop size thing and uh, and puts puts that on the bowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I go, you can give me a little more rice. And she goes, it's a dollar more. It's a dollar a scoop. Uh, what? Like, what? You, you barely put anything on there. And she's like, no, it's a dollar more. I go, that's fine. And then she goes, do you want pinto or black bean? I go, a little mix. Okay, it'll be half a scoop of each then. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what do we do? Nickel and diming on the beans? Nickel and diming on all of it. One of the cheapest. Rice and beans couldn't be, I mean, and like, is the money coming out of her pocket? Look, I know Amazon is whatever, but. They're having a tough time. Yeah. Um, Speaking of tough time, I think our guests are having a tough time with that tough door. Tough with the door? Yeah. Well, Garen's, Garen's on the case. Garen's out there. He'll take care of it. Smooth and sexy. <laughs> um, Excuse me? Anyway, it's $10. Yeah, it's $10 no, for that. ridiculous. And it's. Well, you're saying with, with, with steak in it like what if it was literally just being ten dollars it's ten dollars what for what you're getting uh, like it's ten dollars bowl ten dollars burrito and then you decide what you want in it 
There should be a be, there should be a cheaper that's just bean and cheese. The the protein is what makes you it. are not going to get an argument from me. I mean, even like it's cheaper if you go to any of those other restaurants. You are they, not. They don't charge you. Let me you know. Let me confirm this when I go there this time. Please do. I will confirm that. Uh, but it also pisses me off because I like it. Mm-hmm. And but I I can't drop ten dollars for nah. what is literally three. At mo- and I understand that every restaurant marks up. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Literally a dollar worth of food like it's nothing it's nothing i'm almost ready to just start making food at home almost (laughs) (laughs) almost (laughs) that's how crazy it's gotten i uh boy do i wish i could i wish i could and i wish i would would make this (laughs) but what was that starlight start bright yeah is that wait wait hang on how's it going? i wish i may i wish i might make give make this wish i wish tonight tonight. is that that's not the next line it's Starlight, like star bright, first, first star, star I see tonight. See tonight. Wish, wish I may, wish, wish I, I might. might. Something wish I wish tonight. Grant this wish I wish tonight? Is that it? was the part that I was always a little mushy on. I think I would at that point I would just go, mm-hmm. 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 wish tonight. Wish tonight. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to go on record. Zero out of uh, one million of my uh, wishes of those stars came true. Uh-huh. Well, well, Zero. I mean, if you were wishing to make out with Lita Ford, that was probably not going to happen. Well, guess again. That's the one. That, <laughs> oh. You know what? Let me, let me amend. One of the one thoughts. <laughs> um, Garen, what's the next line on that? Uh, Starlight, star bright. Yeah. The first star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have the wish I wish. There you oh, go. Have the wish. Now, he didn't pronounce the T in there. Is he uh, wishing to a czar? Is that, that's what it sounded like he said. I think he was trying to get it. First czar I see tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was trying it's to Russian origins. cash in on your drop a letter comedy. <laughs> oh, no. No. no you're, that, you saw what happened earlier with that dartboard thing. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's in the he's wind. Uh, he's in the wind. <laughs> Is that an expression? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't apply, it doesn't apply to this at all. No. It's, uh, uh, Garen, by the way, uh, on the, the uh, World Wide Web over the weekend, uh, I put out there that it's time for him to start a podcast. What should it be and who should be his co-host? I hope to God, Garen, you did that just for engagement on the Internet, because we have told you in this room one million times what that podcast should be. We've talked I, about it. And you even said recently, I think, oh, I got it. And you've told us and so we're like, I yeah, it. go so do why, that. So why is this on the Internet? Why are you wa- I, I why are you just, wasting my time? I want to <laughs> see what people if what people think I they want a horror podcast yeah that's what you dude i mean this very sincerely you don't know anything else (laughs) i know i don't know anything else other than my three things that i that i love i know and so in your case it's horror why would you do anything but that i was hoping that somebody would want me to talk about quantum physics or you know (laughs) who would i don't want a quantum uh, physician to talk about that that's not what (laughs) quantum physician i do like that quantum physician to talk about that Uh, they want they want you to talk about horror and whether yeah. they're interested or not. And by the way, a lot of people are in their mat are, are when he says who'd be my, my co-host. They all say Elliot Hochberg. Mm. Uh, nobody wants that podcast oh <laughs> because he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't like horror. Yeah. That so would if be... you bring him on board, you're just doing a male version of Ruined. Yeah. yeah which we already covered. That. So yeah. that's covered. So yeah. you don't need to do that. I definitely think we need more of the male perspective out there. So you know. <laughs> Especially on horror. Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, that I, I, you're diving into a full pool. There's no question about but, it. Absolutely. You're gonna have to look for the, where some open water for me to land when you leave that mm-hmm. diving board. Uh, but you don't want to drag this guy along on your <laughs> horror podcast. No. If you're gonna talk, because the other somebody else recommended uh, maybe mental health because you deal with depression and so on. You know a lot about that. But do you really know about that, or do you just live it? And I'm, I say that. Uh, yeah. No, I mean it's it's. You're 100%. That's something I have always wanted to do, really, is talk about, you do like an advice kind of thing, but I mean, I don't 
nobody needs advice from me, not, obviously. Not but, one person. How about, but how about like a podcast called What Not To Do? <laughs> yeah, oh, do, right. do as I guy. say, I not as say, I do. Yeah, it's like the uh, George like, Costanza podcast. <laughs> yeah, I like being that, like giving, you know, t- letting people bounce off me, like, yeah, Talk sure. About shit. I like Sounding that. board. Yeah. So, but what's that? What's that podcast? Yeah, Sounding know, board. Yeah. Sounding board. That's what's called. With Sounding Gar- board. With Garen Cockrell. Yeah. You tell me things and I react. And then I give you a horror film at the end of it. <laughs> and, and here's the horror film that relates to that problem. Yeah. Um, or doesn't. I just think you should watch this one. I don't you try to get a read on the who they what they would like and then yeah. recommend recommend you guys can spit all this all, all day long. I'm, I'm going to jump in and go. No, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that either. No. Nobody, nobody wants mental health slash depression into horror slash horror. Just talk uh, horror. That's what that's what that's what you know. But what's the hook? That's right. He needs a hook. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um, well, I that, mean, like a, 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 I know a lot of horror movies have hooks for hands. Oh, they're on that door oh, handle. Yeah. 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 So maybe just the do that podcast. That's not bad. Do any doors in cars on 2022 have that kind of handle? A, 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 a hook? The fuck. I think I do. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? This is a regular door handle. Door handle where, like a loop. where you can put a hook on it. Yeah. They, Mine uh, does. The, uh, yours goes through. You could, you could, for lack of a better way, you could put a rag through it. And like on the top and pull it out like a magic trick if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird way to describe a regular door handle. But yes, I could do that. It seems antiquated to me. They, you know, with, well, well, there's all, all the ones that pop out and they, slide yeah. out. And Mine doesn't do that. Up. I don't know why I'm acting like I don't know what a door. I'm with you. Yeah. The, the thing that doesn't you don't see anymore is like the when I was a kid and we, we were all kids. Uh, car door handles was a handle and then the you had to push oh, a had button to with that. your thumb. That's gone. That's I don't think that exists anymore as far as I know. They don't have the the pop-up one either right not a lot oh old, right that's like, kind of oh, yeah. 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 yeah you reach under and... yeah that's gone too so now it's just you just pull the whole little guy out and when i say a button i don't mean like my car has a button that it, it's basically like pressing the fob right it's an electronic button no, i mean, mean like, like a physical you had to push hard a large you know bigger lock, than your lock usually yeah. was in it and, it, and you grew up in the win- in a winter environment where that would freeze. That would freeze, yes. and you would literally have to take two thumbs yeah. and try to push it and yeah. open at the same time. Right. Um, also, back in those days, the same type of car, the radio would have those big clunky. Yes. You know, you have you know <laughs> yeah, change to, to, to presets. Uh, yes, to change the uh, the presets. Mm-hmm. Uh, times have gotten different now. It's a little t- you know, you just touch it very lightly. Mm. Right? Too light. I don't like the touchscreen for radio. I would rather have the physical. I like knobs. Yeah, I like knobs. I got a touchscreen penis, by the way. I should tell you that. There's a screen. Yeah, it's very light, very, uh, very, very soft touch. <laughs> so I don't know if this nope. is interesting. No premise there. <laughs> but I just, I just realized, like, I don't actually like if if I had to to save my life. Yes. Tell you exactly what kind of handle is on the my car door. You couldn't do it. And, and I'll tell you something. I just looked it up to look at a picture, and I'm going, no, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. But it is it, right? It has to be, but it just, like, it yours, registers. Yours has that. Like, I think it does have a, a basic. Ma- matches the color of the yeah. uh, thing. It's, it's like like a door, uh, like a drawer handle almost. That's what I thought, but I looked online, and it's the little. it says it, it shows a little chrome loop. So You got chrome loop? That's what it shows online. So I don't, I, uh, I didn't know, and I still don't. And I didn't see where you parked it. You're far away. Huh? I parked around the corner. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with motorcycle situation. <sighs> Maybe our guest uh, will have an update on that if, if he yeah, parked still in the there. front or if he had to go around to because of that motorcycle. I don't know. At what this co- point, I want to move my car and hit that motorcycle <laughs> if it's still there. 
I bet I, it's, it's got to be gone by now. Right? I would think so if it's a coffee house type situation. But um, might be someone in this building. Could, could be. be somebody in this building. Tyler. What if it's uh, Tyler? Tyler? It is a. But I, I want to say, like, I didn't look, but it kind of. Even though Matt, you said it wasn't like a, a sports bike or whatever, it did kind of have a Ducati feel to it. Like it, it might have been compact. a compact, pricier yeah, version of I'll the like kind of, yeah. especially because the color. Like there was a the color, and then there was like a. I want to say there was like a black line or it's something. Got kind bumblebee of looks like a transformer. The transformers mm. roll out. Uh, before we run out of time in this uh, segment, two things. Tyler brought in a, uh, you know, he's a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. He brought in his uh, Bo Jackson, uh, uh, what are those action figures called? I've got them. I don't know. Oh, well. The bobbleheads? No. No, the uh, little. Pop figures? No. Uh, th- th- oh, those, they're just like there's a, a line. stand or something? Yeah. And they're starting a, lineup or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Starting lineup or something. So he brought in his Bo Jackson to show me, in the White Sox outfit. Nice. Mm. To show me that he's a big fan. And uh, that was very nice. And uh, But what I wanted to really bring up was. Um, I mentioned this on the last, because we talked about it on the last week's uh, free, for lack of a better word, episode, mm-hmm. and we did not, uh, then I, I followed it up on the Platinum episode of, okay. you know, uh, what what is the proper, for white people, what is the proper thing to oh, say? Oh, yeah. Uh, is, it, you know, is it black? Is it African American? And I jokingly said, well, one of the nine listeners, please contact us. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you this. So Elliot forwarded us one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I added that to the eight I received. <laughs> we literally got nine. We literally got nine emails. All of them. And I only, bring, I only I'm only repeating this information because we did not bring this up on the free. And I do think it is helpful to dumb white people out there mm-hmm. who and not dumb, just ignorant. They need to be educated on yeah. this and, and learn like we did uh, that black is the way to go uh, because that yeah. is uh, that is all. It, it covers all uh, black folks, no matter where right. they're from. Right? right. Because you could be from another a place that is in africa like, correct uh and you could be a black canadian you, you could be black from the uk it's also confusing because you could you could call elon musk as african-american i just call him an ass fuck yeah <laughs> is that, am i Similar. allowed to do it uh, actually maybe one of our nine <laughs> ass fuck uh, listeners will uh, i think it's me. ass fuck american <laughs> it could very well be yeah. it could very be you're very kind uh, that's garen cockle giving that um that's a, that's a trader joe type way too much <laughs> he's feeling it though. Uh, anyway th- thank you to the nine yeah. emails because it truly was yeah. very you know it's it's helpful yeah and, and it's worth pointing out that in, in when it's written uh it's capitalized that yeah. is the standard for that. Yeah, as well. I'm, first of all, I'm never writing it. <laughs> Fair enough. So just know that. Just know that in advance. Well, but I'm if like, you are well, if you are a writer, what about when you text us all your rants about how they're ruining the country? <laughs> um, unless I'm ordering ink, I'm not writing it. And even now, I just have to click a button. Um, uh, one of the, one of the people who emailed was uh, is, uh, is their job is educating mm-hmm. people in the workforce on this issue, uh, right. which I thought was interesting and also very helpful to hear from someone who does this for I a living. Be condescending. <laughs> well, I mean, the other ones took the time to point out I'm their hero. They were very kind about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I liked that one because it was like, okay, so this guy. He's a professional at telling white people how to say yeah. what to say, and uh, I will go with what he says. I 100 percent agree. First, first one was Oliver Willis, by the way. Uh, you know Oliver, right? Yeah, he, he's a, a big political Twitter guy. He's a big political Twitter guy. Been listening to Never Not Funny from day one. Yeah, wow. And uh, he's a very nice man. Yeah. Friends with Andy Richter as well, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, very nice, very nice. You know, he posts uh, a bunch of political stuff, which is all great. And then every now and then, him in a picture of his dog. <laughs> and uh, with that, yeah. No, I don't need that cluttering up my timeline. To be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I'd, ra- I'd rather hear Oliver's views on how the world is ending and uh, what we're going to do about it. Yeah. And then go through that entire thread and go, oh, he doesn't have the answer either. So we just have to deal with uh, these mega assholes. But here's a cute dog. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see a picture of your dog. You're right. Yeah. 
Just to remind us why we uh, don't all just jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all agree, by the way, a dog sticking his head out a window in a car is the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. We could all agree on that. They're having so much I'm not so even much a dog fun. guy, but well, God damn it, do I love it. You know, the only thing better than that is what I saw the other day, which is a dog sticking his head out of a sunroof. Dude. <laughs> Dino, he went Dino? Incredible. I was oh, like, my holy God. crap, that's great. I've never seen that. And I'm going to tell you something. The day I do <laughs> is the day that I quit this show because I'm the happiest man alive. If, I wish I had been able to get a picture or a video. Oh of oh it in God. time it would just went right by I and i was like right. oh. <laughs> oh i love it danielle, danielle and i will send photos if, if we see if we if we're lucky enough to pull up next to a dog sticking his head out the window mm-hmm. at the stoplight mm-hmm. we'll take a little photograph <laughs> because they always end up it they're not it always looks like they're looking at you yeah you know like, like hey look hey we, hey you're driving too you know how like a lot of dogs they're like their resting face looks sad some yes. you know, but like a dog with the wind in its face sticking out the window never it always looks happy S- smile yeah. Huge again smile. It, it might not be happy i think it is but like just something about the wind blowing the the way it blows a dog's face makes it look like, like it's like, smiling just a big smile yeah <laughs> love it i absolutely love it it brings me joy mm-hmm. brings me joy no pain thunder Thunder and rain, and a little bit of rain this weekend. Certainly, it's yeah. supposed to rain all week, I believe, here in Los Angeles. Right on and yeah, off. The, we need it. Maybe tomorrow, bit. no rain. Then Wednesday, back to rain. One of those. And then I think the weekend is supposed to be raining. I think it's going to. Uh, which great. We like you said, we need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could rain for a month and a half, and it would be uh, fine by me. Charlie has a soccer tournament, which Uh-oh. I would. I'm hoping doesn't get rained out. But on the other hand, I am supposed to be refereeing at that ter- tournament and so on that note i am hoping it's rained out <laughs> it's a real uh i don't know what you call that conundrum yeah you brought up this referee business before mm-hmm. let me ask you a question that's not my business uh, you get a little stipend for that no you're volunteering it's volunteer yeah the, for this tournament actually it's like you have to pay to enter the tournament but the fee is less if the team uh, can can give referees to the tournament. So, like, I'm I'm helping defray the cost of the tournament for the other parents if I do this. So, uh, and yourself too, right? Aren't you? Yeah. So, I guess in that way, I'm making money. You're, yeah, you're not making <laughs> by saving money. Uh, what does it's not my business? What does it cost to enter your boy into the soccer tournament? I I can't tell you based uh, because it's basically there's just like one fee for the whole like tournament season that goes into March that we pay. Okay, um, and then so it's like joining a little league or something. Back yeah, in the day. and I actually also don't even remember, but I do know that uh, the co- part of the money goes to uniforms, and um, that cost has also been defrayed by a a sponsor, which is like. Uh, someone's orthodontist i can't remember what it is but it was brought up early on like hey if we can find a company to sponsor the uh this you know help pay for the jerseys then we can save money and then we'll put their name on the jersey yeah. and, and i was like should we should we get never not fun yeah we should but that's but that opens a can of worms jimmy for me <laughs> oh, oh it, it, for me to have and, and also for everyone it, like oh what's that Oh, oh, is, oh, is that the is that the podcast where they swear a lot? <laughs> Talk about their dicks? This is a children's, this is a children's uh, soccer. team. Yeah. That said, what does it cost? Do we know what it costs? I don't remember that either. So because I, 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 I think I, it could cost almost you could pay whatever. It's just it's just lowering the cost. cost. So like if you if we offered three hundred dollars, it might have gotten the deal done. Except uh, I don't know. Now with these orthodontists. Well, I don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get in a pissing fight with these orthodontists now what we could do is like what they do in in uh in professional soccer there's one name on the front of the jersey and then there's a for less money you can get the sleeve we'll go sleeve sleeve sponsor let's go sleeve that never not fun that logo on a sleeve fantastic fantastic. let's sleeve it up i think it's too late the the uniforms have been damn it 
but uh, can, next year. Can I follow up? Because I'm going to go a different direction. Could we get that orthodontist to sponsor the pop culture beast info desk? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe if you're ever in the Burbank area. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Burbank area, Garen is uh, bringing in our guest. Brian Posehn just ducked the uh, duck to make his way in. He's a big, he's a big man. Yeah. I'm a five foot four. Five foot four. I'm being very generous. I'm a five foot three and a half gentleman. And going down. Going down. Da- I'm going down. You're, you're yelling timber. Oh, I'm, I'm Kesha in, uh, t- in Pitbull. In Pitbull. Yeah. Oh, that timber. I'm going to quote my, my mother. He's a triple threat. He's an he's a entertainer, that uh, Pitbull. Oh, I thought you were going to name the three things. <laughs> be a singer and a dancer. And, and uh, Isn't it all around entertainer? Is that, is, what's, the, what's the third thing? I guess it's actor. Actor, yeah. yeah but I guess usually. it's, maybe mom, no, you know what, my, my mom did not say triple threat. She said he's a song and dance man. <laughs> that, that's what she said about Pitbull. And so. you know what? She's right. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Let's yeah. bring Brian Pussain over to the table because we went very long here at the, uh, yeah. the opening. Uh, Brian, first time guest. First time, mm-hmm. wait, not, yeah, first time guest. Uh, Brian was supposed to be here uh, in March of 2020. Yep. Um, and then the... Uh, I think the world shut down, I think is what happened. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. <laughs> Just to save time. And I, I, at the time I said, you know, Brian, let's let's wait. I don't want your first time to be on Zoom. And that was with the thinking of, we're going to do a month of shows on Zoom. Right. And then we're, everything's going to be back to normal. And yeah. then we did a year and a half on Zoom. <laughs> and uh, then now things are back to normal. And uh, now we got Brian Posehn. He's got a brand new special, mm-hmm. and uh, which he's going to tell us about. Uh, and we will certainly, we will certainly, you motherfuckers, talk about rock and roll. We will certainly <laughs> talk about rock and roll because I think we got a little bleed over, Brian and I. I was going to say, do you think he would be able to guess the the thing that you were talking about? Although he probably doesn't listen to those other stations. No, he listens to what Nitro and you know, uh, 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 Jizz Drip or whatever the fuck the other channels are. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know what that? Uh, the well, he probably listens people, to Ozzy's Boneyard. Uh, Ozzy's Boneyard. Oh, that's, a good, that's from the boss, man. I'm Tommy London. Uh, he might listen to that. All right, let's bring him over. We'll, we'll, I'll quiz him on this. Yeah. I think he gets it in three guesses. Okay. That's my guess. I, I think he's wrong twice, and mm-hmm. then he gets it. Okay. All right, let's take a break. Brian Posehn is here. My son did not send a trivia question. Oh, uh, oh no. Oh, boy. Let me text him and see where it's at. Uh, Beck style. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm going to text it. Uh, oh, boy. He really screwed up here. Now, can he just get texts any time of day at school, or is this a thing where, like, you have to catch him at the right moment? Um, it, I think it depends on the class. Uh-huh. By the way, let me look at my emails. There's a very good chance he did. He did He did not. And you know what this means? Grounding. <laughs> <laughs> he will be grounded. All right. So at some point, we'll have Oliver's trivia question. We've got this big uh, Sirius XM thing we're going to talk to Brian about. <laughs> and uh, I think, I really think there's a chance that Brian and I wrestle. Whoa. Yes. I'm going to come in low. Take him out at the knee. I lose. Yeah. I lose. What, what do you put that at? 15 seconds? Uh, Even that high. Do you go that high? No, that's too long. That, that's that, what I'm saying. That's yeah, too that, long. Yeah, it's, too... it's, under, it's under 10. Under 10 seconds. It's under 10. Right, when they go ready, go. Yeah. It's under 10 that I'm flat on my back. Unless, to, to go back to the earlier conversation, unless you were bitten by a radioactive spider last night. I was not. I can tell <laughs> okay. you I wasn't. Then you're in trouble. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll do all that right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something. And then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough funny. Very brand. organic. 
Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion it's not mine no, it's, i don't it's not mine either so my passion's the opera <laughs> obviously we all know that okay just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the i opera. want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it so just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. let them do it let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 3117. Uh, very quickly, before I bring our guest into the mix, I wanted to talk about our live our live stream for December yeah. is next week's episode. Yes, next the, Monday. The 19th of uh, December, next Monday, at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Right. And uh, you get to join in. You get to hear the, the what happens in the breaks. Yeah. It's, uh, you get to hear maybe a little may, maybe a little bit before we start, mm-hmm. uh, but it's fun. So if you are not a Platinum member, now would be the time to jump in. If that's of interest to you. you or if hear- you're not at that level, bump up. This is a time to bump oh, up. Oh, what, so what, can- what level does this start at? Two and above? 
Tier two and above. Okay. What does that mean financially? Ten dollars and above. Yes. Yeah. All right. So five dollars is the base, and then ten bucks and up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get to listen to these uh, live stream, and it really is. A, you get the you get the episode before anybody else because you're listening to it, and you can call in and talk to us at the end. Call in and talk in the Boom. end, right? Talk to your hero. Um, all right, Brian. So join us for that next uh, yeah. next Monday at eleven a.m., which really is a note to me and all. Uh, let's get here on time. Yes. Let's get here on time. <laughs> yes. Oh, all right, Brian. Posein is here again. Should have been here. First of all, way before even March of 2020. It's ridiculous 100%. how we're all in the same circles. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's busy. You know, I don't know, uh, uh, twirling uh, Scott Ian's uh, beard. <laughs> so, he's, uh, uh, you know, he's busy with, you know, uh, snorting anthrax and listening to him at the same time. Uh, but it's been, a, he should have been here years ago, is my yeah. point. Uh, Brian Posehn is here. He's got a new special, uh, Posehn and Angrata, mm-hmm. which is living where, Brian? Uh, it's uh, on Moment right now for two weeks, and then uh, I guess the 22nd is available everywhere. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Moment is. It's uh, a new thing that the... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's the way it was pitched to me. Like, a guy I've never heard of had, was very successful with it. So <laughs> some young comedian right? had a very good day with his with his, with his uh, the, premiere. Yeah, okay, yeah. on moment. And mine was fine. Mine was fine. You did not have the numbers this gentleman had. No. <laughs> Who is this gentleman? I'm fascinated by this the, gentleman. The Andrew Schultz, uh, the young kid that all the kids like. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I, again, am an older I might gentleman. have even gotten the name wrong. Does that ring a bell to you guys? I, it, I, I'm also Schultz. an old man. Yeah, he's on fire. Okay. He's on fire. Schultz is on fire. Yeah, Schultz is on fire. Um, my son just, by the way, texted and uh, a trivia question uh, forthcoming. Great. Uh, nice. So he has been. Uh, he he read the email with the urgency that was needed, <laughs> and uh, again, he will be reprimanded and and probably grounded. It's really the only right. way to handle this. Uh, Did you beat him? Do I beat my son? Oh, not usually, but I think uh, first day. This we might... just started. Yeah, it's, it's yeah th- huh. at thirteen, and we just we just decided hey, we weren't. And then I was like, well, why don't we just? Because he's a teenager now. Yeah, he could. Date. Now let me ask you a question. Do you say some folks don't say their children's age on the air? Do you say your son's uh, I think name? I just did name. I meant to say I just oh, no, no. his name. Ah, uh, it's been out. It's out there somewhere. All right, it's, it's your call if you want to uh, mention it. Um, but I saw you and your boy the last time. It was right before lockdown. I yes. saw this gentleman. Where was that at, Brian? Kiss and David Lee Roth. That's right. <laughs> at, at the uh, was that staple? That was Staples. Yeah, it was a staple show. Yeah. And uh, my son and I made the mistake of seeing them twice on this tour. Kiss mm-hmm. and uh, nothing was different the second time. No. And so maybe three quarters of the way in, Oliver was like. I'm good if we go, and he wasn't wrong. I think my son it figured that out, like that it would be the same. Because I brought, I go, you want to see Kiss again? And he's like, man, nah, one's good. <laughs> oh, he was not there. Your son was not. No, he not that show. He passed. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I was there with friends that show. A uh, friend of the show, Brendan Smith. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ahmet Zappa, yes, uh, who uh, you were in a uh, some sort of a uh, booth with them. They don't mm-hmm. call them booths. What do they call them? Boxes. Box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they we hooked it up somehow. And was that we we joined you guys for a little bit uh, pre-show to uh, just hang out, but we actually had better seats than that. Right. But the seats aren't great up in that box. They're not yeah, that yeah. great, right? No, no. Yeah. Uh, that said, if it was a free ticket, I would have certainly taken it. Sure, yeah. but I uh, I overspent uh, to watch three quarters of a show. <laughs> and make no mistake, by the way, when, if they come to the forum one more time or the Staples one more time, and if they pull an Elton John and they sincerely say this will be the last time we play in Los Angeles, I'll go again. 
And three quarters of the way, I'll go, I don't need to see it again. I'm good. Because I've seen, how many times have you seen Kiss in your Kiss lifetime? Kiss a bunch. Yeah, they were one of the first bands I saw. And I, I don't know, they're not the band that I've seen the most. That's Who, probably Metallica okay. or Iron Maiden. Maiden's o- uh, over Kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, just because I stuck with them the longest. Right. Like Kiss, I was really, really into in the beginning. And then my mom wouldn't let me go, you know, in the early days sure. when Ace was there. So. You never saw him with Ace? No. Not, not even on the Dynasty tours, 1979. Uh, no. No, no. Did wow. you see that? That tour? was the, my first show, yeah. It was oh, wow. Them. Who was the opening? Now, this, is a, this is a band you probably uh, like more than Kiss. Who opened up for Kiss on the show I saw at the Chicago Stadium in 1979? 79. Uh, my older, that wasn't Rush. It was not Rush. Okay. My older stepbrothers. Rush toured with them. Uh, uh, they, were, they were already big by 79. Right. Um, my older stepbrothers were like, they're going to be bigger than Kiss in six months, uh, making me feel like shit about going to see Kiss <laughs> and me getting mad and just furious. Uh, Nobody's bigger than Kiss. And then sure enough, in six months, this man was bigger than Kiss. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, they were Van ju- Halen. No, sir. They were just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Oh, nice. Saw the Metal Gods. Yeah, that would be a good show. It was a... Uh, and that's a uh, point of entry tour? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know them well enough. Huh. Um, I do know that we all sat quietly while they played, which I liked as a 13-year-old boy because I could see. Mm-hmm. And then Kiss came out and everybody stood. And then everybody sat down because, again, everybody there's a child and we think you sit down to watch a show. <laughs> right. So then we all stand. Hey, there's our heroes. We then sat. And then after the first song, Paul Stanley went, what are we all doing sitting down? Stand up for rock and roll. And I just remember going, come on, man. And then, and then everybody stood. And then my brother and I and my cousin had to, we had to, for a whole concert, we stood on the on the top of our, the top of our chairs. Yeah. Uh, and because oh, you're a smaller person, I'm a tiny man, and we <laughs> held hands to balance ourselves because you're standing on less than an inch. I've never had to stand on a chair for any. <laughs> yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. How tall were you in eighth grade? Um, six foot seven. Now, uh, in eighth grade, probably five eight. Five like eight. Five and what are you now? Six seven. Now you are six, six seven. Well, I'm shrinking. Like we do. I know it. I've lost a half an inch, and it's infuriating because I don't have much to begin with. And once again, I am talking about my cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lost some of there. I've lost more girth than I have length. Oh, no. Yeah. What, uh, so you, uh, your son likes rock and roll as well? Yeah. Yeah, I never really pushed it super hard, but, like, he's grown up around it. Right. And, uh, like, I didn't push the metal. Like, I see metal dads on, uh, you know, on... <laughs> YouTube or whatever, right. making their their baby headbang, and I did I did not do that. You did not do that. You didn't make him no. listen to Slipknot, no, or Corn, no. I wouldn't <laughs> for other reasons. Those aren't uh, two of the bands I would go to. They're, they're not there. No. Uh, so what is he but like? Even like Pantera and Slayer, he probably didn't hear till he was like eight. Oh, <laughs> still seems young. Well, yeah, but. Like, we started with a good bass. Like, he started, like, really young with Beatles and Ramones right. and ACDC and um, a lot of Ozzy. Yeah. And that kind of that's thing. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's, well, that's, I will say his name. His name is Rhodes, and he's named after Randy Rhodes. He's named after Randy Rhodes. Yeah, and it's that same spelling. Um, and you, uh, do you play guitar? Mm-hmm. You own a guitar. <laughs> a bunch of them. Okay. <laughs> um, and now, is Randy Rhodes your favorite guitarist of all time? Is that your hero? 
Yeah, yeah, and that's the that yeah he's the biggest. Yeah, like if he had been allowed to you know live, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if he was not allowed. I Although I don't know how God works. God works in mysterious yeah, ways. True. The universe decided he was right. Done. Yeah, um, but yeah, we've got two records of his, and you know, and, and some of the Quiet Riot stuff. But it's still, I still think, yeah, that's the one. Like when he died, that was a huge thing in high school for me. Yeah. And would you, uh, if you have to decide between Blizzard of Oz or Die Over Mad Men, uh, and you were forced to, which one would you choose of those two? These are the ones that Randy Roach is on okay. uh, for the, the non Oz right. uh, Diary. You'd go Diary. Yeah, yeah. Now, all right, let's take it. Out. Let's take it out of the equation. Would you then go Ultimate Sin, Bark at the Moon, or Diary? Oh. Opening those up? Yeah, no, no, those, no. I still, like the first two better. You than like those, those but other you like those other ones with Jakey yeah, Lee, Jakey Lee stuff. All right, good. I just want to, because uh, I, uh, I find myself going to Bark at the Moon more than uh, one would think somebody should go to. That's a good record. It's a good record. That's why. <laughs> I got the metal. Uh, this guy's a metal guru, mm-hmm. right? He brings yeah. his son into it early, not till, not Slayer, not till late. What? He brings the Slayer to the child at eight. Oh, right. Yeah. And I haven't even pushed them that much. It's more Metallica and, and uh, Pantera and then just kind of let him find everything else. And then, like, now he's into rap. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like the good stuff. For him, I don't so, know. It's not my choice. I, these guys all love it. These guys he are... likes the old stuff. He likes my stuff. So, oh, like, he, I don't even think he knows, like, the new artists. This was really. like Uncle Cracker, that sort of stuff. <laughs> 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 Name one Uncle Cracker song. Oh, I could kind I of, can't. I could kind of hum it. There was that one hit. Yeah, but. it's. Uh, by the way, there, Uncle Cracker's going on tour with um, it's ZZ Top and Leonard Skinnerd, and they're going. They're they're touring everywhere in the country, but Los Angeles. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd go. I would go see that show. Yeah. I'd go see Simple Man. It's not happening out legs. in Agora or something. That's it's, where those shows right. wind up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even at that shit thing down in Irvine. Uh, it's not San Bernardino. Not even Merdue. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're leaving money on the table, honestly. There's a lot of white trash out in that area that would go see that show. <laughs> Those are your words. And I would I'm going to, I would get on the 10 and go to it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the 210. I'm going. Um, uh, so what's his favorite at this point? Uh, right now? At, at 13. Uh, uh, um, probably Biggie and Wu-Tang Clan. That's, his fa- that's what he's putting on the most at the moment. Yeah. And the, but he's also like he's playing a lot of Call of Duty and he's been uh, obsessed with like playing Credence while he plays Vietnam. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so he's in there. I just got him into Big Lebowski too. So he's like, he's his own kid already. Yeah. Like, but so he's taking like the stuff that I've given him and then he's just kind of taking his own stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my son, I th- I think I would say his favorite band is Foreigner. I don't know if he would say that. Really? <laughs> yeah. The other day in the car, I said, "So you, your favorites like Foreigner and Sticks?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. I like them. I like yeah. Those are those are ones I like." Well, here's the thing. So y- you tell us what he likes, but then we had dinner the other night with him and you, and yes. he was saying it sounded like he's more into like he's listening to like '70s funk and stuff. He was listening to the OJ's, and like he oh, does like the OJ's, which is interesting and something I don't think I ever heard you say that. And it's certainly not your music it comes up i mean we, okay. you know, we, we listen to it in the house yeah. spinners but, but it sounded like he was kind of leaning more early 70s no and... he, he's more he will say he's more classic rock than he is 80s rock yeah yeah he's more classic rock right. does he play uh he does not oh, okay. and boy do i want him to because he uh uh because i that's my one regret is that i did not continue 
playing that. And, you know, you pull a guitar out and you get the puss. I mean, let's go. <laughs> uh, he took one lesson from a listener uh, d- during the Zoom era, during the lockdown, uh-huh. took a, a Zoom thing, and it was p- pretty decent. She taught him a, uh, a Flight of the Concord song. Oh, cool. And uh, I was watching him, you know, from the other room take that lesson. I was like, I, I hope it continues this. And I go, what do you think? Want to keep going? He goes, no, I'm good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then, I, you know, uh, your words, not mine, I beat him. <laughs> uh, uh, he's a huge movie buff and, and oh, yes. he loves comedy too though so i think that's like his path is yeah, right. he's really into that stuff. that's what he's into um and usually writing trivia questions but uh i had a question for you uh all right so here's the here's the quiz so my son and i have a running gag with sirius xm which i'm sure you have in your vehicle uh, where uh, we believe the 38 special is somehow invested in the uh, network <laughs> because they play 38 special like crazy. What channel are you on? Well, they're on classic vinyl. They, they, okay, they, that makes sense. They tick the boxes. Classic vinyl, classic rewind. Yes, I 80, like that 80s one. on 8. Yeah, okay. And then every now and then the blend. They'll play... Uh, yeah, I don't know the blend. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Like, oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm not the blend. I'm sorry, the bridge. Okay. Uh, which yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the blend is. Uh, oh, they that might like coffee house. Rock. Yeah, that's the what blend. I thought it was. It's, uh, the blend is not. The blend is the softer side of classic rock. Oh, okay. So you yeah, get a yeah. lot of Fleetwood Mac. I, I heard that uh, at the dentist's office the other day. I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's very much that. Yeah. It's um. So they could play that one song when Max Carl was on vocal for Thirty Eight Special. Like they would play that song. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we have a running joke where whenever that comes on, I take a photograph of it and text them, uh, look, they're back on. Uh-huh. And I text them a lot because wow. they play them a lot. But there is a band and one, a band and one song of theirs that actually gets played more than anything. Uh, because again, it ticks all the boxes. 80s on 8, they, can, they play it. Classic Rewind, because it was very cassette era. Mm-hmm. Classic Vinyl, because it was also the, the tail end of the vinyl era. Also Ozzy's Boneyard. And also, uh, uh, Hair Nation. So they play it on all of those. So and so they play it a ton. Uh huh. And what, I'm supposed to guess what who this band is? and what song do you think it is? Uh, they eventually got it with some uh, with some clues. Yeah, you give a, a pretty big clue that helps yeah. you get it. So. All right, I'll give you the first clue if you want one. Uh, no, well, I'm gonna guess. Go. Is it Quiet Riot? No, but that's a good guess. That was Matt's that's, first guess, too. Guess, yeah. It is not Quiet Riot. All right. So the first, here's the first clue I gave. First clue was I saw them at, I believe it was called the Universal Amphitheater at the time. It may have been the Gibson. Uh, they were on tour. Uh, I believe the opening act was Billy Squire, and then the Scorpions, and then this band. Huh. What year is this? Yeah. Well, this was the 90s. You know, like, uh, uh, okay. You know, where they uh, was just, again, a bunch of... At that time, 38-year-old white dudes uh, hoping. But it's not like one of the big ones. It is. It, oh. It's one of the big ones in that world. It kind of, I think in the mainstream, I would consider God, it's it a so one-hit hard. wonder. Like, I, I still don't feel like I've gotten enough clues. Yeah. It, oh, it's a one-hit wonder. But well, they're uh, not. On, on top 40, I would say, yeah. They you, had you, one, don't, they you don't had, agree with that? They had one other hit. Okay. So it's not Van Halen. It's not Van no. Halen. No. But they had one more. They had one, they had one other Oh, you're right. Hit. Same album, right? And it's not Judas Priest. It's not Priest. Scorpions, you said. It is not the Scorpions. Maiden, no. It is certainly not Maiden. They didn't have any hits, right? Run to the Hills, maybe, maybe went top. Motley Crue. It is not Motley Crue. Rat. It is not Rat. I've already guessed like 10. Yeah. And and by the way, all of those tick the same. You also gave me the clue that they are not American. They are not American. Oh, okay. They are not American. And uh, and then I I don't want to give that final clue. Jeff Leppard. No, they had way more hits than yeah, that. Yeah, not Yeah, no. 
you you probably have seen. I might it. tap out. All right, yeah, so here's know. the here's the big clue. Okay. Uh, compared uh, compared quite a bit to Led Zeppelin, and certainly in their early days. Not Rush. No. No, boy, you're just having a blank spot on this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting it. Uh, Who even sends this? Like would not have. This would not have been a band you probably cared about. They were not. They were. But maybe the early albums. I could see Brian liking mm-hmm. the early albums of the of them, and then uh, so they were they were a little heavier. They were, and then they were heavier again. But they had this one album. I don't know if maybe is Ron did Ron Nevison produce? I don't know who produced it. They had a self titled album in maybe '87. Is it '87? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Wow. They had a very famous, one of the most famous music videos. Uh, oh yeah, that's a great way to go. White Snake. White Snake. Yeah. There you go. And okay. the song is. Oh, uh, um, uh, um, still of the night. No, it's not still of the night. The other one. one. That's the third one. That's the third hit. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's the one I was thinking. Um, of. Oh no, what's the other one? Uh, is this love? Oh, brother ballad. Man, I'm I'm feeling okay, that's have, the song. They no, that's, it's it's the other one. That, oh, that was before that with the yes. different guitar player. And they uh, yeah. and they played it non, and they still do. Yeah. I welcome it. I like it. You know what? Uh, Here I, I go too. again. Here I Here, go again okay, on yeah. my own. God damn it. That's a great song. Yeah, that's a good tune. Now, are you a white... Is, now, is that... Are you... I know you as a head. I like them, but I totally forgot about them for a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and that... Uh, the big record I like because it was full of guitar players like Vivian Campbell's on that song. Yeah. Um, Adrian Vandenberg, I think. Oh. Steve Vai. I mentioned Vandenberg so many times on this show over the years that... Uh, uh, it's insane that I bring up a band that not, nobody, with the exception of you, have heard of. Uh, right? Uh, they had w- one hit, and even that wasn't that big of a hit with the Burning Heart. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love it. It's a great I record. Love it. You a Fastway guy? I'm not a Fastway guy. Because those first two records are great too. Then you know what? Yeah. I will re- I will revisit them uh, based on this uh, limited conversation about Fastway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that Pete Way's band? Mm, no, he was in it, and then he bailed and did Wasted. Uh, That's okay. another another take on his name, yes. on his last name. Yeah. Uh, now you got mad when I said is that Pete Way's band? You don't like it with people? No, Way. no, 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 uh, no. Just I didn't get mad. <laughs> just he barely was in Fast Way. Like he named it and got in a fight with Fast Eddie Clark and then bailed. <laughs> uh, Pete Way's a bassist, correct? Yeah. And then Fast UFO. Eddie plays uh, guitar and UFO. Top five uh, bands of all time? Up there. I did a whole, uh, you know, Jackie Cations uh, show. And you did you UFO? On. I did UFO. Yeah, yeah. Wow. UFO and Shanker. Uh, His Shanker solo stuff, too. And Shanker came back, and he was, uh, that was a good album when he came back with you. Water? Something about water? Mm. What's the album that he came back and joined them? Oh, shit. Oh, on UFO? Like in 98? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, I, it's a great album. Huh, I'll check that out. Um, Wait, I had a so I, wait. So going back to Maiden, did you see them when they were recently? Uh, uh, not this last tour. Not the the one before that when they came to the soccer stadium. Yeah, so the one where they were doing the classics. Yes, I avoid it when it's uh, touring a new record because you get like eight new songs that you don't really care about. Yeah, although and Book of Souls you, was a great album. Yeah, it's a good record, but and uh, they they played maybe five, and but they were the five you wanted, like hmm. they, like they they knew. Dickinson gets it. Right. He knows how to put together a set list. And then, uh, you know, then Eddie comes out in a Lakers uh, jersey and the crowd goes nuts and then Bruce apologizes for it. Right? Mm. Sorry that we put... Uh, what did, uh, they, we went to Portland on that last tour just to just to go somewhere else to see it. Yes. And I think we, I was probably doing stand-up when they were here or something. I So you went to Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and that was a big one for my son. I was like, he's got to see this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walked away liking them more than Kiss. You okay. Know, or liking the live show more and the songs more. And that, right. You know, yeah. 
Um, and would he would he see Motley Crue? Would he go see the the crew and and Leopard? Uh, well, I've shat on them so much. So I don't think he's that into them. No, you don't like no. Nikki Six's songwriting. Uh, I like the first two records. I mean, I still am the guy I was in high school. So, like the decisions I made when that's, I was sixteen, it. right? I still stick by those. You know, like uh, no, the first two records were metal, and then the the other two or three were not so great. Uh, what about? I know people love the the big one that came in '89, that Doctor Feelgood, but yeah, I don't like that one either. Girls, 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 or uh, Theater of Pain. I wasn't a big fan of Theater Pain. Is weak. Like when that came out, I was actually mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I love we, went, we went to a Tower Records, got it at midnight, yes. and I went with two other metalhead friends, right? And we're listening in the parking lot of San Francisco uh, Tower Records, and then we're driving home to Sonoma. With this shit record that, we <laughs> that you went to get, like we went there to right. get it, and like spent the day in the city doing other stuff, and then got it at midnight when it went on sale. It was like Monday night. Yes, it was gonna come out Tuesday morning. Right, and we we're so mad, like with our long hair and our <laughs> our motley shout at the devil shirts, and you know. But what are the songs we got on, betrayed? On that that's one. got "Home Sweet Home," which yeah. is oh, that God, ballad. Okay. Yep, smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> right, just, just the shitty cover. <laughs> oh, maybe terrible. one of the worst covers of all time. Probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we were just listening to it, going, "What a joke!" Like, what happened to this band that we loved? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, I don't disagree. I was not a huge. I saw them open up for Ozzy uh, on the Bark of the Moon tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and crew was just flipping to like a lot of the crowd was there to see them because shout at the devil and uh look yeah. to kill uh was just breaking huge and oh, was it yeah that wasn't that the, there wasn't the third record by then uh no I th- okay I, I think they were just 83 bark at the moon yeah yeah you're right yeah um, oh, i forget that bark came out in 83 th- yeah 83 and uh and jake uh spent the second half of the concert uh seated uh, seated because he was out of it and then eventually they just stopped the show Really, and uh, that meant that I said I turned to my brother and said, "Let's get out of here before it turns into a riot." And then, sure enough, the next day, the front page of the Sometimes, a riot happens at the Ozzy <laughs> Show because uh, people started throwing chairs oh, and they were mad. Uh, instead of going, "Well, that's a shame that guy's got a drug problem," uh, we should probably support him. Nope. <laughs> instead, I'm out seven dollars and fifty cents, and I'm mad. So right. I'm gonna throw a chair. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. Uh, I was enjoying the show until then. Uh, I don't know who's high and who's not. You know, when you're right. seeing them back in 83. Oh, no. Seemed great to me. Uh, Brian Posehn is here. He's got the new special, uh, Posehn and Ankurara. Uh Nerd Rage was your first special or your first album. Yeah. Um, and we, I, I know you've told this story a bunch, but I, I tried to share it with these guys recently. And I, I don't know how to get you into this without giving away the, the, the punchline. So why don't I write it down? And I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and you may have not told this story in 30 years. I don't know. Um, but it was, uh, to me, uh, my favorite Brian Posehn bit of all time. Huh. Uh, um, I hope, and so again, I don't want to give it away. Isn't it the origin of the, of the nerd rage? I believe it's the, yeah. So hand that over okay. to him. And uh, is there a way for you to tell, uh, to get into that story? Well, yeah, it's uh, so it was a true story. It's still one of those bits that like I still look for like anything that has that much truth in it. That's also relatable to other people and like and feels real. And I've always been looking for that bit because that still is the bit that a lot of people come up and go, man, that um, so it really happened. And it came from 
um, just being picked on. And uh, one day I was working at, um, it wasn't Mr. Show, but it was at that building. And it was at, well, we were probably working on Run, Runny, Run, I okay. think. So you were movie. an adult at this point. Oh, yeah. But still, you, you, a child of getting picked on and for being too tall. Like, what would they pick on you uh, for? Just, just for being nerdy and then also fighting back, like, you know, and mouthing off. And, you know, I just, I should have been quiet. I don't know. I tried a bunch of different things. Like, I tried to go under the radar and that didn't work. Right. I just, I just stood out. I was also taller and skinnier than everybody right. and new kid, too. Like, I just felt oh, okay. like the perpetual new kid. Anyway. I'm a grown man. I go to work one morning. There's a child's mattress in this uh, um, uh, half on the sidewalk and half in the street. I just park on top of it. I'm a lazy asshole. <laughs> I just parallel park on top of the mattress. I go to work. I come out of work 10 hours later, and I'm in a bad mood, and I go by this uh, gym right by me um, down in Hollywood by the by where the LA Center uh, Hollywood Center th show, um, studios was that's where Mr. Show was I come around the corner I see these guys coming out of the gym and they point at me and I just lose my shit like just out of nowhere I think they're picking on me I don't know why right <laughs> But I'm just immediately like, fuck you, like, because I have glasses. Like, that's my go to. I'm like, why are you picking on? Why are you pointing at me? Like, what am I? What, why do I stick out? And I'm mad. And then I realize uh, my windows are up, but they can still tell I'm mad. You know, I'm like red faced. You didn't yell at out. them. You're just yelling. I'm yelling. Car. No, no, I'm yelling at them. But but the windows are up. So right. they're not going to beat me up or anything. <laughs> and I go around the corner. And now there's a construction site there, and um, these guys, the construction guys, start pointing at me. And I lose my shit again. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, because I'm a nerd? Like, I, I couldn't figure it out. Right. And then they go like that, and I realize now I have the mattress <laughs> under the car. The guys actually helped me pull it out. <laughs> They're, everybody's pointing to help you. <laughs> yes. And you assume they're mocking. Yeah. And then the the end of the bit was like, maybe I've had a mattress under my car my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, tell it as well as I think back, back in the day. You haven't told it in 30 yeah, years. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. It's a great story, and it's it's I, I, I'm the I, completely true, and like I lost it, right. like red face, <laughs> screaming at strangers, and, and they're just, helping you. Yeah. It's Why a, would they? <laughs> they wouldn't be coming out of a gym just because it was that type of guy. Sure. You know, I was like, fuck you, you fucking jocks. You know, <laughs> right? like, that, that, the, poor the dude's guys, just working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, because you couldn't get a job writing comedy. You got to <laughs> build stuff. <laughs> Again, just polite, kind people. Yes. Uh, I, I am. And I felt uh, terrible. I've yeah, got I mean. 16 years of talking about it on the show. I was the opposite. I was a short guy who was new at school. And to use your word, perpetual new guy feeling. Uh, nothing I did made sense. You know, uh and so uh, I feel same deal, just filled with rage and and all that. So, but boy, when you when I heard that story, I was like, yes, yes. And then I love the tag of maybe I've uh, had a mattress under my car my whole life. <laughs> love it.
Uh, that's Brian. That's on your first album? Yeah, that's on Nerd Rage. Is that and that's why it's called Nerd Rage, too. Yeah. Spotify? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go over there to Spotify. You can listen to sure. it. Sure. You can listen to everything. Yeah, and I didn't do the thing where everybody got Spotify mad at them. I didn't do that. So I'm still on Spotify. <laughs> you stayed right on there. You didn't uh, walk yeah. away. Oh, no. I got it pitched, though, and I'm so lazy. Like, my manager's assistant was like, have you called the, the Giants or whatever they're called? And I'm like, no, no. Have you gone to that website? No, no. <laughs> And so it's just I'm a, not gonna, and then I'm glad I didn't. Uh, now are, they, are they mad at me? Is Spotify mad at me? No. Well, the, every everyone's get slowly being put back on there. So I don't know if you're back on yet or not. But I don't either. The, I don't, it I don't was Spotify. I just heard about it, it through Lori Kilmartin. Uh, yeah. you know, typing about it. Everybody yes. got everybody's stuff got taken down. Even if you didn't agree to that, typing uh, about it. Yeah. Um, what the texting? What is wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> I, we all knew it, it is essentially typing. Yeah, you did have to type something at some point. It's yeah, a good yeah. non-specific way of saying it because it could be an email, it could be a text, <laughs> it could be a tweet. I, t- I typed yeah. it at them. Yeah, uh, Lori was very vocal about that. Yes, she was very vocal, um, as she should be. And then there's others like the scabs. <laughs> that didn't support this. He's pointing at me, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> No. Now, now that I know that you have a life of being made fun of, I'm now going to just shit all over you and feel good about it. Get involved, yeah. Yeah, I got to get involved. You know, because I'm, sh- again, I'm short, so I got to lash out at others. And, I usually was picked on by the short guy. What, because. I don't know. Hmm. It's a thing. I wonder, you know. Those are the little dogs, too. Like, little dogs, if you're walking your dog. Yes. It's never a medium-sized dog that's all mad at your dog for just <laughs> existing, right? right? No, it's a fucking tiny little asshole dog. Yeah. Wait, wait, you're comparing me to it? That's unfair. Not an asshole, I'm a nice man. You're the chihuahua of comedy. That's no, what they've yeah. always said. I'm the chihuahua no, I'm always happy to see you in an airport. <laughs> uh, Hoisting your bag up. and uh, uh, Slayton's the pit bull of comedy? Yeah. I'm the chihuahua of comedy. Exactly. Yeah. What if that was my catch thing and i just oh i was the piranha of comedy for two years you were not yes i was why did none of your friends tell you not to do that because <laughs> i didn't have good friends so when you started you started in san francisco started, right no sacramento oh sacramento yeah, at, yeah. Uh, at the club next to the mattress store was that around the punchline? uh no not yet it was still um that was a laughs unlimited town okay. in the old days and that and he was like the gatekeeper so the guy that ran that sh- or that club. So right. um, I had to go. Uh, so I called there when I first went on stage. And he's like, no, nah, you, you got to go to this open mic. And that's where I started. But it was the open mic. And then I got in into and, Laughs Unlimited. Are you still friends with any of those people you started with? Or did they go their own way? Or uh, Do you know Tony Kameen? I do know Tony Yeah, Kameen. Tony's still around. And Andy Kindler. I saw Andy. Andy was uh, not a regular at my open mic in Sacramento. But he was there interesting yeah wow. a couple of times i don't know him to be a northern california no, guy he wasn't he's making yeah he wasn't but uh i wound up being that was one of the first real comics i saw right because like the local guys i started with were kind of dipshits and you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we all kind of were right when you start <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to figure out all right so you're doing open microphones you then start getting paid gigs mm. and that's when you decided or was it during the open mic days i'm gonna be the piranha of comedy and why <laughs> Uh, so that was early on in open mic, and then I had, I did have an eight by ten that said Brian. It was a, uh, the piranha. You did not. Quotes. Yes, you I did. did not. Yeah, yeah. F- you committed to <laughs> yeah, it that I much. I did have a headshot that said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and again, why? Why, why did you do this? Because of everybody. Because because what you were saying, uh, I just felt like. I didn't know any better. I didn't talk to anybody else about it. I didn't like talk to other comedians. I was just like. 
uh, you know, this is what Bobcat did. I was into Slayton, who was the um, the pit bull. Pit bull. And so I just felt like I needed right. like something. And then my act was so different too. Like I was really influenced by Dice and Kennison, you know, cause those were the two huge guys at the end of the eighties. Right. I started in 87. Okay. So like my first joke was real shocking and I tried to do, you know, like it was about masturbating and having my, my fist up my ass and my, I lost my watch. And it's just like, that's my opening bit. Like, <laughs> I was just trying to be like dice and it fit the right. piranha fit. And I would also lash out. Like I threatened audience members and stuff. Cause I was just this skinny teenage kid, that, right. all full of piss and vinegar. And, and there's the piranha. Else. And would yeah. you be, would they say, please welcome and the, the piranha, piranha? I was just like, I've got attitude, man. I'm a suburban kid, but I've got, I've got <laughs> right. a bite. You know? like, I live with my grandpa, but I'm kind of a badass. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then wait, did you move to San Francisco or did you move here? I moved here first. Okay. And broke my back. and uh, Literally broke your back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jumped off a lifeguard tower living down in Long Beach and uh Broke my back, lived in the hospital for three months. Holy shit. Had to move back home and start over. Went back to Sonoma. Back to grandpa? No, mom. Okay. And then uh, she was actually cool and supportive that time because she saw how close she was to losing me too. So, uh, and then I just got better and I like started going back to Sacramento and then, then started going to San Francisco and then moved to San Francisco uh, with uh, this guy and Guy O'Beelan was a comic, a local guy. guy that I met up there, and then uh, met Patton, right? And, and Blaine was Blaine part of that world too. Mm-hmm. They both came out together from the, the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And met them like at an open mic at a at a shitty pizza place in San Francisco, and and friends ever since. Friends ever since. Isn't that great? That's great. Yep. Yeah. We uh, always talk about this pizza place where they would give you free pizza to do stand up. Yes. And we would not eat it because it was so terrible. <laughs> that just says so much. The starving comics would refuse this pizza, but just to do guest sets. And I always felt bad for the guy because right. I'm like, oh man, we don't even want to eat your shitty, <laughs> your shitty pie you work so hard on. Uh, would there be an audience enjoying the oh, pizza yeah, yeah. and you guys? No, they were there enjoying the comedy. comedy. Yes. And, uh, what uh, go back? It, 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 you're on the uh, the lifeguard stand in Long mm-hmm. Beach. Why did you jump off of it? Uh, my friends did, <laughs> and they and they they, did, they were fine. They're fine. And so did you? They were land? more athletic than me. Did you yeah. land wrong? What happened? Yeah, I landed on my spine. <sighs> Just I don't even think I, like my legs hit. I, my butt hit first. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah, I got a compressed fracture of the L three, and just uh, it was paralyzed. About an hour later, what I did was I was so drunk, 14 hours, and also a little cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> a bunch of weed. Uh, it was the 80s. Yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, what would my mom do if she was here? So I put Epsom salts in a bathtub, and I climbed into a bathtub uh, wearing my Quicksilver sweatpants that I was uh, wearing at the time. Okay. Because you uh, couldn't get them off, or just no, I just was wasted, so gotcha. I went in fully sweat panted up. <laughs> uh, and and that, was that a mistake? Yeah. Okay. And then so then what happened is uh, it, it all expanded, and then I then I couldn't feel my legs, and I'm in the tub oh, screaming oh, for my friends. God. Jesus Christ! And yeah, and then so my roommates weren't even there. I was with these two guys that I had worked with at a record store in uh, in Sacto, so they had come down to Long Beach to surf 
And uh, so they were like panicking. They didn't know where anything was. We called 911. They came and got me. Wow. And, and then, I didn't have insurance, so it was pretty brutal. Holy shit. And then three months in the, mm-hmm. in the hospital for three months. Yeah, well, no, that's a spinal cord injury. First hospital for 10 days, then a spinal cord injury clinic out in Whittier where I was told I was the only guy that was going to walk again in the whole clinic. No. And they also told me, like, if I would have had surgery, I would I probably wouldn't have walked again. They would, just fu- they would have fused my spine together. Yes. So instead, they let me just heal. And so I just laid flat, and then I wore, like, a a big um plastic uh like shell like a br- like yeah a big, that thing yeah it was a big like turtle shell sure halloween costume if you wanted to <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh uh fascinating that's crazy and then uh, so then that was at an old folks home in um in uh, carson so the first i was in whittier uh, at the spinal cord injury place maybe well actually the first hospital you know long beach hospital and then spinal cord injury and then doing two months in a rehab like an old folks home with just a bunch of old people and you yeah and nobody rehabbing me i was rehabbing myself what you people didn't come into because you didn't have insurance or what yeah no so first i had to get in a wheelchair and uh then move my feet and then i had to get behind the wheelchair like it was a day-to-day thing just learning to walk again but teaching yourself to walk again wow wow at 26 or 20 yeah well good for you and you're you're walking fine today yeah you're yeah you're doing a great job you walked in here i never i never would have thought of you if i may no one sold you probably the best walker in the room yeah easily Easy. no but it was like crazy it was a crazy time and i like had this calendar that i handmade of when i was gonna get out and do stand up again and that was the whole thing was like i gotta get the fuck out of here and, and do stand up and i'm gonna try it again great good for you because i just felt like I don't know. I'd almost like that's a pretty big fuck up when you almost kill yourself. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then that did, did that get you on the straight and narrow? Did you stop cocaine? Oh yeah, absolutely. You stop partying like that. I don't think I've ever been that drunk again. Gotcha. Uh, and I still drank and I still you know smoke, obviously. But obviously, yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> no. That was a big, big life. Uh, you know, alert wow. or change. Um, your uh, you said your mom was cool at the time and supportive. Uh, is she, a is she still with us? And B, that she's not. Nah, but, a couple of years ago. Uh, but did she support you through your career and see like she a, always has had success? Yeah, such? yeah. So from a very early time, she, uh, <laughs> you know, she would say the mom stuff like. I liked it when you had more energy, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I, I was high energy when I was the the fake dice guy, right? The, and then the I piranha became, had some yeah, jazz, yeah. yeah. Piranha had some energy, mm-hmm. and then it became myself, where I'm like, I'm this guy, you know. Right. So my mom was always like, I liked it better when you paced when you, when you <laughs> ran around on stage, <laughs> right? I would do kind of the fake pacing, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? You were you were literally pacing. Because I did it too. Because you don't know, like you're learning. Yeah, and it's like, I, but what? It's but it wasn't pacing, natural. But no, it wasn't I, natural. I call it fake because yes, it's, it's not a, me. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, me. You know. Yeah, I was trying to be Richard Lewis by going back and forth. That's hundred uh, percent what I was doing. Yeah, I was just every '80s guy thrown together. I yes. was watching so much. You know, Rick Dukeman uh, was a big influence. And right. Anybody who was on, like, was, on was on HBO. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. I was uh, Paul Reiser and Richard Lewis combined. That's who I, and Robert Klein. Those were the three I guys I was. And then, you know, eventually you find yourself. And people get so mad. All oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, you like the, the smarter guys. I went for the louder you guys. You went with the dumb Dukeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big, the big loud. 
abrasive uh, guys. Who, by the way, I saw all those people in concert. I saw Dice mm-hmm. in concert. I saw Kinnison in concert. And, uh, you know, when they became too big. Right. And they're doing way too big of venues for stand-up comedy. Right, right, right. Um, but I was like, you know, I got to go see these guys. That's part of what we're doing here. And people are like, you're going to go see that shit? I'm like, yeah. You, you know, so I, I, I saw I, like, Leno yeah. around then up in Reno and it actually was amazing right he was amazing yeah People and i remember i thought he was the hack at then and then and then I'm a friend of mine no it took a friend of mine going no you got to see him live right and, and then i went and went oh you're right okay now i see and now i didn't know he just burned his face yeah, yeah. i burned my face i was working on the car and he just kind of shot up and just kind of spit are you at doing me. an impression of him yeah i'm doing that's, that's, that's my horrible jay yeah right. hey jimmy how's it going i know we don't talk because you don't like me i heard him uh, say that like it wasn't he's like don't blame the car it's not the car fault no one was blaming the car what he did not say <laughs> I, I think so so he said the same thing about, uh, about fucking conan, conan over? yeah <laughs> don't blame conan nobody's blaming conan you asshole it's like he has so a weird compulsion to say the thing which, which just tells you deep down he's like he does blame the car he blames the car but he, he's no, mad he at blames me. conan for the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was set up oh, i set up Wait, i should have been fool. they had team coco on the on the hood yeah i should have no no i yeah. saw sona running away from the, the, the <laughs> i saw sona he knows her name i saw matt gorley uh yeah i'm gonna see it yeah you have flappers um uh, i'm gonna run and we, we both have a show coming up on the same night at flappers and it's going to be an awkward green room for a second and a half. You know, as I walk in, grab my drink and walk out, hopefully, while he's looking at his phone. Yeah. So I don't have to make a conversation with him. Um, I don't care for him. Jay? Jay? Uh, I don't even yeah. know him. Uh, I, don't, I don't like him as a person. You know, I worked at Conan. I worked at Conan at the Tonight Show, and then I worked for Conan at TBS. So I don't... Uh, uh, and he was a dick to me when I did the Tonight Show. So, uh, yeah. You know what? That said, what if I come back in here next week? Guys, not gonna lie to you. Guess who I said? <laughs> I was in the green room, and it's like, you know what? We're both people. We're both people. Maybe the burn thing has changed all us. Sunday with him looking at his cars. <laughs> oh, this was... one's from 1922. <laughs> now, what, That's how he sounds. Do, do I blame this one, Jay? No, I don't, you don't blame <laughs> the cars. Don't blame the car. Don't blame. Uh, I could see that happening. I could very well see me coming in and going, I, I, "Listen, he's just." We're just all trying to get by in this world. Uh, you know, how, how do you be mad? It happened in 2002. We were all tense because of 9-11. Maybe he's a, you know what I mean? He's a good guy now. Um, uh, all right, guess what time it is? It is... Did your son text you? I, got, uh, I do have some text. I do have some Good, good. You wager what you want. All right, Garen sucks. Um... <laughs> Um, all right, listen, uh, I go to uh, what I call my email uh, now, program. Did he just forget to send it, or did he literally have to write one on the spot when you sent him? I believe he's got some in the chamber. Okay. And uh, just forgot to send it. But here's your topic. I think it's a fun one for today. Okay. Uh, are we ready? Here's yeah. your topic. Mm-hmm. Children's TV. <sighs> children's oh, TV. Now, that's fun. Okay. Is it about fun. our children, uh, our childhood, oh. or is it about his childhood? Well, yeah, knowing your son, point. it's not about his childhood because he's been, uh, you know, a 60-year-old man since the day he was it's, born. It's, it's, it's Marconi's favorite child children's television <laughs> show. All right, so, Brian, you pick one of the numbers on the back of that pad. Okay. On, uh, oh, Matt, explain to him these why you would go low, why you would go oh, Right, high. so it's like... Oh, fi- you're playing for $5. You're playing for $5. It's Final Jeopardy style. You wager strategically based on the category because if, if no one gets it right and you're the lowest bet, then you win. So, okay. But if you're confident, you bet high and you can win uh, if two people get it right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. And let me know when everybody has their bet in. I'm in. All right, Matt is in. Elliot's in. I'm in. 
Garen's in. Yes, I'm in. Garen's in. Brian Posehn is in. Brian, of course, has the new special, uh, Posehn and Corrala. That's a song. I like it when you say it like that. I'm, I'm uh, doing it. It's a song by Gino Vanelli, who is uh, not in your wheelhouse in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> but I enjoy his music very much, and he's got a song called Persada Naguara. Oh, he actually does. He does, yeah. Uh, Gino Vanelli. Yeah. Canadian crooner. Right. All right, here we go. That's Ever, my guess. Uh, here's, <laughs> that's your guess, Gino Vanelli? Gino Vanelli. <laughs> uh, all right, here's a question. You ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me get my glasses on. Why did I take them off? Here's your question. Uh... What PBS children's cartoon that ended this year had an episode that parodied Beavis and Butthead, South Park, and Dr. Katz? What PBS children's cartoon that ended this year had an episode that parodied Beavis and Butthead, South Park, and Dr. Katz? That's a good question. A PBS. That's the tricky part. That is the tricky part. Uh, I'm writing down something that I don't think is even a show. <laughs> but I feel very strong about what I've written down. I feel I, bad about my bet. I can tell you, you that. You wrote oh, no, I think I, just, I, just, I think I just got the uh, figured out. I'm not the answer, but I think I figured out what I did wrong. Okay. Uh, so you can at least get well, the wrong answer that you intended. When you said you wrote something down, it, it must have been two letters because you did it so quickly, I couldn't You've believe it. You've seen me write. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not typing like Brian and his friends. <laughs> um, I, uh, Damn it. I, I can only think of like one PBS. I don't even know. If, I don't even know. I don't know if it's a PBS show. I don't, I, I don't even know if it's a cartoon, what I've written down. I'm just going to write the thing. The only thing I can think of that uh, I know. It's a good question, though. Uh, and you know what? Let's take a break. This is a good time to take a break. Uh, we'll take our second break. Brian Posehn is here. Brian's also got some comic books that uh, yeah. I don't know. They call them comic books anymore. I don't sure. know what you call them. Yeah. You do, uh, which uh, he'll tell us about when he uh, when we come back. We'll also go around the horn and check in with Garen and Elliot, see how their weekends go- uh, went, and uh, we'll do all that right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Brian Posehn's on Twitter, or Instagram, wherever you go on the internet, uh, social media wise, at the Brian Posehn. He's also got a new special out. It's on Moment right now, but it'll be on all the platforms like uh, Amazon and probably Apple TV, all YouTube, all that stuff next week. It's called Posena Non Grata. Check it out. He's hilarious. You'll enjoy it. Do that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jimmy Pardo can be enjoyed at Flappers in the virtual Zoom room on the 16th of December. He's doing his uh, doing a Christmas show there, t- taking some uh, requests for bits and maybe doing some crowd work in the Zoom room. Go to flapperscomedy.com to get uh, your ticket to that Zoom room show. And then live at the YooHoo Room at Flappers in Burbank on the 17th. So uh, get your tickets again at flapperscomedy.com and then show up in Burbank and you'll see him live doing stand-up for an hour, a, a headline set. That'll be fun. And then on the 19th, that's Monday, uh, we are doing our next live stream audio of the Monday recording uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific time, as always. We are going to be... Uh, hosting a very nice guest someone you love a a fan favorite i would say and uh, we will take some phone calls at the end of that as we always do so check that out if you are tier two or higher you can uh, listen live at nevernotfunny.com if you're not maybe bump up or if you're if you're a free listener maybe uh, subscribe to the platinum tier two but if you're a tier one you can bump on up to tier two it's 10 bucks a month to uh, get involved in some uh, extra bonus stuff like this live stream which is really fun and there's a chat room you can talk to other fans while you listen good stuff do that enjoy Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on 
uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, I, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, this is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earnin jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earn it app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor in the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, 3117. Don't forget the live stream is next Monday, uh, the 19th. What what happened? I'm changing my answer because we, have we haven't done, done anything 3, yet. Three thousand episodes, three thousand one hundred seventeen. We have not. Oh, okay. uh, this is the thirtieth season. <laughs> okay. We do two seasons a year, 
Right? We still do Could two you even yep. technically do 3,000? Yeah, I think Merrick's probably years. close to yeah, that. Probably. How many has he done? Yeah. I don't Good know. Question. I don't know. How much can you talk about cats and coffee? <laughs> he, uh, Comedians talking about cats and coffee. Um, he, uh, <laughs> uh, I like Mark, obviously. I'm just saying these things for humor. The yes. J, the J stuff is not for humor. <laughs> um, the J stuff is real. The uh, Merrick stuff is not. Um, what uh, We've done what? About 1,500? I've, you know, we used to keep track in that spreadsheet, but now I don't know if we kept up with it. We stopped doing that because it got uh, got clunky during uh, the pandemic because we were doing the uh, the isolation files. And yeah. I did not know if we were supposed to count those as episodes or if those were just fun things to do because we were uh, everybody needed entertainment. Well, that's the other thing. Like we do bonus episodes that you don't know if you count those either or live shows. I don't know. Do you count or do you not? Bonus. So it's probably around 1500. About 50, I would say 1500. Wow. Uh, we've been doing it a long time. You know, 16 yeah, yeah. years. Mm hmm. Uh, I had somebody ask me the other day, they're doing a documentary about uh, uh, comedy and podcasting, and they're like, did you, uh, do you have any clips where you guys are talking about racism? And I was like, well, there's no question we do, but we've, doing, we've been doing the show for 16 years, so I couldn't, tell, I couldn't point you to anything. Like, I just, yeah, uh, yeah yes. We've also talked about uh, sticks. But I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell you what episode to go listen to that. Well, we have the notes, but I don't know if the notes would just be like, Jimmy and the gang talk about racism. racism. It wouldn't be that. So yeah. um, I told the guy, you know, subscribe and listen. And so now he's listening to 16 years of shows. Oh, God. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. Good luck, uh, how long would that take, do you think? 15,000? 15, 15, we do get emails from people saying that they're doing it or they've just done it or whatever. They did it over the pandemic, I know some yeah. folks did. But what would that take? If uh, two hours, four hours of shows a week times 16 years. Well, it wasn't two a week back in the early days, but yeah. But I'm, we could say that because then you could throw the bonus episodes in the lives. That's true. If you, yeah, averages that. out. Anyway, yeah. it would take you a long time. Yep. Brian Bazan is here. He's brought some comic books along with him. What do you have there? One of them looks like it has a pot leaf, which is right on brand for Jimmy Sure Parker. does. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so it's a, two books I did with Jerry Duggan, uh, my writing partner from Deadpool, and uh, our artist, one of our favorite artists from Deadpool, and it was Jerry's idea, and he came up to me with, or came to me with this. It's called The Secret History of the War on Weed. And it's basically like um, an 80s character, like a, like a commando, a Schwarzenegger kind of commando guy that gets uh, pulled into Nancy Reagan's uh, war on marijuana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she sends him up to Humboldt County to kill hippies and get rid of the weed <laughs> all right <laughs> and uh he uh you, well, you gotta breed it but all right. uh, and then the the second part is the halloween party with the same character scotch mctiernan's halloween party but great it's just total so i brought him for you oh thank you very much awesome thank you very much 80s silliness with a little bit of a a message no i'm a straight i'm a straight lady i don't i don't smoke pot i don't do anything so you'll uh, be on board with this guy killing You don't hippies. have to. So I'm a, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I relate to the character, the lead character. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty conservative, uh, you know, arm, a military dude. I am not a conservative person. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm very liberal, and I, with the exception of, well, it's, I, it's, it's live your life. I it's definitely a liberal comic. <laughs> All right. I'm well, uh, it's very I'm silly. Thank you. For uh, but I've got a bunch of stuff coming up with them. I'm, I did a book with Rick Reminder, who's a big uh, image guy, too, um, called Grommets, and it's about skateboarding in the 80s. Oh, cool. And then I have another thing called Rifters that's about uh, time travel, and it's basically uh, like SVU with time cops. Wow! And these like, are these are comic books. Yeah, again? yeah. And I just got busy during COVID because I was sitting around, and I was like, I have to do something. I'll go insane. Right. So I started working on these projects, and they all, you know, now 
It just oh. took forever to get going. And they, but, and they all came, they're, they're, they're all, all happening. coming through. I mean, Good for in you. The, in the spring, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I, I'm trying to, was it, the you were in the Blockbuster documentary, mm-hmm. right? And then you were in another documentary I just saw recently too, right? Were you in a, Did you, you see the Triumph one? It was Triumph. Yeah, That's yeah. what it was. It was Triumph. <laughs> yeah. Which I, on this very show, I said, I literally cheered and cried at that documentary when when the when they're when it's it's the convention thing right and they're behind that curtain and nobody there knows they're going to play and when the curtain drops and triumph starts playing for that group of people that those triumph super fans yeah i literally went yes it was pretty amazing <laughs> and got all teary-eyed because yeah. i was so excited for them yeah yeah uh, uh i love that band i love it yeah, it was yeah. triumph thank you for uh, reminding me, yeah, they were one of my first big shows too. One of my first live bands I saw um, in what eighty six, maybe eighty seven. No, 80, oh, early on Allied uh, Forces. Yeah, Day in the Grain. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and, and up in the Bay. Oh, I didn't. It was not them and Journey and um, Eddie Money? Eddie Money? Eddie Money was yeah. definitely on that. Was Eddie show. Money? Yeah, yeah. I know that lineup. I remember. Uh, I think Brian Adams opened. Wow, Jeez. that cuts like a knife. <laughs> right, get that spot. Yeah. Uh, I remember guys heart in Chicago was on wearing there. that it was 80s shirt. heart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 80s heart, which was, it was actually never surrender. I think because that's was 82, it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it was Allied right Forces there. is probably 80, 81. 81. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never yeah. surrender. Then Thunder Seven is when I. I that's think, the first yeah. time I saw them. Was the Thunder oh, okay. Seven tour? Okay, cool. Um, I did not. Uh, yeah, did not. Maybe, maybe I saw Never Surrender. Now that we're talking about it. To nobody's enjoyment. Did you ever go see Rick Emmett solo? Did you ever do no, that? No, no, no. Me neither. He would do the, uh, the uh, Canyon Club from time to time. Oh, I wish I would have seen that. Um, I was never available. It's one of those where it's like, oh, I'll go. No, I won't. I'm going to be in Ohio. You miss so many shows doing stand-up. I, uh, yeah. It's a, uh, and I, I have all these friends that are in bands, and I'll see that they're even touring like where I'm at. Right. I don't even get to see Can't that. Go. Yeah, 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 no. A uh, friend of this show, a folk guy, Ellis Paul, uh, will sometimes be in the same city as me. And great. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. we're both in Cincinnati. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're both getting in way too late to see each other. Right, we both right, have right. shows at the same time. And we mm-hmm. both leave. Yeah. And, uh, but it looks good on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellis, by the way, just had surgery on his hand, so he cannot play guitar for a little while. Oh, no, uh, no. Yeah, he, uh, something's going on with his hand. So uh, he is now just a crooner. Wow! Uh, at at the shows that for the time being, hmm, uh, so we uh, we uh, we wish him. Listen, if this dumb fuck can teach himself how to walk, <laughs> Ellis Paul can play guitar again. Um, was that almost a spit take? That almost, yeah, almost. Looks like almost a a. I love when you're like fake mad at me. <laughs> right. <It's> just, <laughs> this dumb fuck. Uh, this dumb fuck. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go around the horde. Yeah. Garen sucks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now, uh, we check in with Garen Cockroach over there at the Pop Culture, Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by Lemon Ice Designs. Head over to Lemon Ice Designs, um, and uh, you, you buy two uh, T-shirts, you get a, a Jimmy or a Never Not Funny shirt for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there may also be a, a shipping deal going on over there as well if you use, is it Pardo Ship or something like that? Um, I should I. I should wasn't I, sure that's still. I don't it may know. Not, that might not be going. I, think I don't it, know that's still going. I think yeah. it's the buy two get one. Yeah, that was like a Black Friday deal. Right? Yeah, yeah, the weekend of that. Well, well, one Cyber of our Monday. nine black listeners let us know if we could say Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Okay. I'll, I'll just say Black Friday. It's weird, right? 
I'm not comfortable with it. I don't. Yeah, I know that's not what it means, but I still feel like that's uh, somebody's getting hurt by so, it. I agree 100% with that. Uh, I don't say it. I, so what do you say? Sales yeah, Friday? The thing after Christmas or after uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, the big day. <laughs> shop. Uh, now, you worked at a record store in the 80s, as yes. did I. My favorite day of the year was the day after Thanksgiving because it was the busiest day. Oh, yeah. And why we don't want to be busy talking to people about music. It was the great and selling records. I'm actually probably the only guy. I was fired by Tower Records during Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they need people the most. Yes. Why, why do they That's cut, always been my point. Why do they cut <laughs> you loose? Like, uh, attitude. You had a bad attitude. I had the had worst a job attitude you wanted. That you're fired for, or you're hired for attitude. Like, they want people with attitude. Right. Because yeah. like, I... I don't know if you did. You work for Tower? Who'd you work for? I worked for a. Uh, I, when I lived here, I worked for Warehouse Records, but in Chicago, I worked for the JR slash Oranges chain. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had to do a music quiz to get hired yeah, at Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to do a music quiz, and I passed that. And then, uh, you know, they're looking for somebody who has a little character and a little attitude, right? And I fit in, and then it was too much. They they had one of those. Uh, it was like a watcher. They had somebody from corporate come like, in. Like secret shopper type of thing? Yeah. So I get called upstairs and they're like, we're, you know, right away they tell me I'm, they're letting me go, that it's too much. And, you know, they've had a couple of reports on me, but one just came in today. And I go, who was it? What'd they buy? And they tell me what they bought. And I go, I don't, I didn't say anything to the guy. And they go, that's right. They, they go. They were mad that you were silently an, an asshole. <laughs> you you rolled your eyes. Right. You 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 know you sighed loudly. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? I don't even remember. It was something poppy, and yeah. I just like it was probably Michael Jackson or something huge. And I was just like, oh great, here we go. <laughs> and then I sent them on their way, and I was like, yeah, guilty as charged. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't. Yeah, that was me. And did you work at another record store after that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I worked at Tower again. Oh, you did. They they welcomed you back. At a well, different tower were, or same one? Different tower. They were a rainbow, and then they got sold to tower. And then once tower bought it, I was like, I told my manager, I go, hey, by the way, I was fired by tower before. And he's got, he goes, don't tell anybody else. And I was like, cool. All right. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I will not. Uh, love it. Uh, all right. Brown was saying this here, but uh, again, we're going to go around the horn. Uh, Lemon Ice Designs over there, the Pop Culture Music Infidels. That's Garen Cockrell. Again, in talks to start his own podcast. That's right. He's in talks with Twitter <laughs> to yes. see if they have any ideas. Conversation he started. Yeah, conversation he started, but he's in talks. In talks. Uh, in talks. You know what to do, horror, and it's yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way, if you if you for one fucking second think you're going to use this studio, you're wrong. Oh no, I was going to do like a man in the street, just walk around, ask you what their favorite. No, nope. oh, nobody wants that podcast. No, that, don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. For the love of God, don't do that. I don't want to see you pushed down in a gutter. <laughs> Um, I think you don't have the personality to bother people in public. Oh no, I it would never not. work. That no. would be the bit, though. I would just stand there with the mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> standing there with the mic, not talking like, to anybody. Every once in a while, somebody be like, "What are you doing?" And you'd be like, "Nothing." <laughs> the shortest, the shortest podcast episode in history. It's, it's awful. <laughs> that kind of stuff's not for every comedian. It's not for every funny no. person. But they they assume that anybody who's funny can do can that. Do it. Can be a man on the street kind of. No. It uh, when I was doing my show at the UCB, I would go down to Hollywood and Highland, and with Mike Schmidt and Andrew Koenig, God rest his soul, um, and we would do bits to then show 
on the thing. Like we'd play toupee or not, where we try to guess if that person's wearing a toupee, and I would make them tug on their hair. And for some reason, I, I like I was I loved it. And then one day, I just went, "What the shit am I doing?" I'm I'm bothering these people. And, yeah. And it made me then when it was time to go out and shoot the next batch, I wasn't good at it because now I'm uncomfortable doing it. Right. So then I get hired at Conan and you know, they see me do crowd work in the audience and they go, let's send Pardo out to do you know, stuff where he man, you know, down to the media center in Burbank and have him do man on the street. And it was like, I can't do Nobody wants to talk to me because I'm a fucking nobody. Right. And I'm being my character, which nobody wants to talk to because he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> I'm mean <laughs> yeah. with heart. Yeah. And I just hated it. And so, like, we never came back with any good footage. And then Conan would go out and go, oh, it works for Conan because they fucking know who he is. <laughs> right. They're excited to talk to him. And he's seven yeah. feet tall. And he's right. He draws a crowd. It was. Uh, so I'm with you. It's hard to do. Mm-hmm. You have to. You do have to have a certain personality. And if you have any sort of soul i don't think you can do it because you it's like i'm i'm right. literally bothering these people and making fun of them but you right. do a lot of crowd work i do all crowd work because those people are dumb and they're my props <laughs> <laughs> they agreed to be there they agreed to be there they sat in the front row to, right. be, to be pardoed they want they want to get they want like you sit because i can't i can't i don't do either well i mean i can do crowd work but yeah. i just don't but but yeah the other thing i know is not my skill at all man on the street it's it's a certain person, and and they're good at it. If they're, you have to get to a point where you don't, you care, don't care about people. You watch that uh, Billy guy, Billy on the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that shit is so funny. He's and, great. And I could never yeah. do what he I know. does, but but he's so man, like he yeah. yeah, man, Selena so Gomez. Good. Yes, he's so uh, good at that. I love him. I love him. Uh, he somehow found a way to make it like he's not making fun of the people on the street. He's kind of. Just being a, a crazy character. It like makes a, himself look obnoxious. Yeah, and then yeah, they react yeah, to it, and yeah, then it's just yeah, like, yeah. that's what we it's want. Al- it's almost like a monologue that he stops every now and right. then to be next to somebody, and then right. just keeps yeah. moving. Yeah. And it works. I yeah. mean, obviously, it's, he's... Uh, I mean, he will go. Right. He will get ex- exasperated with someone who doesn't know Sarah Jessica Parker's resume. Right. Like, that's about it, you know. Man, square pegs. <laughs> uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Billy Eichner. Uh, he's on the street. Billy on the street. Uh, Garen, all right, what, so what else happened over the weekend? Anything happened other than you trying to uh, come up with a new career path? Uh, ended up binging six hours of White Lotus. Boy, I wasn't boy. quite planned. Everybody's all in on White Lotus. Yeah. My wife watched the finale last night. Yeah, that's. I guess that's why we watched it. My friends came over and like, have you seen the new White Lotus yet? I'm like, no. And then six hours later, we finished Are there the only show. six episodes? There's seven. I had watched the first one. I see. rewatched the second one. For them, how does it compare to season one? I watched season one, but I haven't watched this new one. Uh, there's like a lot of similar strokes. Yeah, I, guess. I think uh, Mike White hates people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he hates traveling, <laughs> and he hates traveling rich people. Right, and mm-hmm. he thinks they're all assholes. They're all fuckheads, and the people that work at hotels are dicks too. Like that's right. The, that's <laughs> my, that's <laughs> the weird part. Away. Yeah, it's like it's not like they're the good guys. Although no, like, I think everybody sucks. There's like in, one in Mike good White's person. Head. In Mike, <laughs> like I don't think he likes traveling really, yeah. and I don't. I don't understand. I love traveling, which is funny because then he went on the Amazing Race. And Survivor, right? Wasn't uh, he on both? Was he on Survivor too? I feel like he was. Well, he's definitely on Amazing Race. But Amazing but, Race is nothing all but travel. travel. Yeah. 
and people. He's a masochist. <laughs> I, he was trying to bond with his dad, right? Wasn't that the, oh, right. That's why he went on. Well, he also probably had to travel to make this show, so that must have been miserable. <laughs> like, right. go, go to yeah, Italy you can't, yeah, you're shooting uh, the first season in Hawaii the whole year, yeah. you know, or six months or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But he didn't. So when you say you like traveling, you like to do, go, going around and doing stand up and all that, you don't, you don't hate traveling? No, I hate or, that. Yeah. No, I not mean the, traveling with stage. my family. Yeah. No, I mean actually traveling. Yeah, right, vacation. Yeah. yeah, not working. No, that travel is atrocious, except for the time on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole Alice Cooper thing. You know, you get paid for the one hour you're on stage. and Or no, you get paid for the 23 hours that right. you're not on stage. Yeah. And then you do that for free. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, you've seen Alice Cooper in concert, I got to imagine? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you enjoy it? I do. I don't. He's not my all time. Not even up there. Right. But, but uh, I went and saw one of his last tours because his band is so good. Yes. And then he had this girl, Nita Strauss, who's not with him anymore. But I went and watched her. She's a shredder. Like, She's great. That, that was the reason I went, like, just to see her play. And Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, fun piece of trivia. You saw Nita Strauss where? Where did you see Nita Strauss uh, play guitar? Um. Uh, in five I don't four, know three two Demi Lovato and, nope not Demi Lovato that's who she's with now right? <laughs> yeah right oh yeah, did she yeah. play with Kesha uh, nope you saw her play the national anthem at the LA Kiss football game <laughs> oh that makes sense too <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah she was the wow she would go ahead yeah. now please welcome Nita Strauss and she was the every every game yeah. she would come out and, and she's one of the best guitar players out there now yeah, yeah she's yeah, great she's a badass she's great she was originally wasn't she in the Iron Maidens yeah. She was in the female Iron Maiden mm-hmm. tribute band. They're so fun to see live. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you got to be a great guitar. You got to be a great musician to be in a Maiden tribute band. Right. You can't half ass that. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Um, Maiden or Rush? Oh, oh, Rush. Have you seen the Rush with the with the, the tribute band with the female lead singer? There's two. With female lead singers? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Oh, well, the, least, whatever one I saw two. was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Do you remember? I don't know. Uh, waves yeah, or, yeah. I don't know. Uh, free Will or whatever the shit they're. Uh, but I enjoyed them. Cool. I don't know, Roll the Bones. I don't know what they're called. No, there's a couple out there. Yeah, I got to look them up. Um, I, I did research, but then... I uh, did too. Yeah, yeah. I, they showed up in my stream once, and I was like, oh, I'll look at that. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching 90 of their videos, <laughs> and like, oh, they're from did this town. Did you go town. out to Agora to see him? No, I've never seen him. Oh, uh, okay. I just uh, saw the videos. Yeah, because there was one that was out there not long ago. Oh. The female singer. I would have gone, yeah. had I known. Although Agora's a little too far for me. That's not bad for you. Nah. But it's too far like for me. It's like a half hour, yeah. Because I live in Nevada. You just but said you would have seen Uncle Cracker at Agora like half an hour ago. It I would doesn't feel Cracker. like L.A., though. It's oh, it was, so... the, it was because it's ZZ Top. And, uh... It's ZZ Top and um, Leonard Skinner. Right, but I, Cracker's there. Yeah, but they're not playing that. They're playing a big. They're playing big venues. They're, play, they're up in, yeah. uh, you know, Mountain, whatever it's called, Mountain Shore. Is that what it's called? Mm. California? So, well, Shoreline. Sure. They're doing the, they're, yeah, they're doing the Shoreline. Oh, cool. Uh, all right, Garen, what else? All right, so you binged uh, White Lotus. Anything else? I watched the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie. How is that? People are raving about it's, it. It's wonderful okay yeah i uh i sobbed which should not be surprising to anybody but it's it's really you watch it on television or yeah just hit netflix Hmm. it's not at the motion picture house i think it still is okay i was planning to see it at the regal beagle and then i saw people talking about on twitter like crazy okay so i you watched it at home at home it's so good all right yeah uh who's in that is that tom hanks that's not tom hanks no No, that's that's the the disney Disney one. one that's the disney one that everybody said blue yeah, this is 
this is based off the book. This is not off the okay. Disney. Finally. Thing. <laughs> well, if you know the book, let's get to the source. I don't know the it's book. It's very dark. Oh, oh so, so it's like Willy is, Wonka. Yeah. As a kid, I thought the original Disney movie was dark. The Disney one's dark. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Right? You yeah, got yeah, kidnapping. Yeah. You got a mule. Yeah. You yeah. got a drunk guy hassling a kid in the street. Right? <laughs> it's creepy. Did you see Hanks and Elvis? I did. Did you see Elvis? And I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I liked the movie and I thought... Why was he doing Gargamel the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't... I wasn't mad at him. I, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I just didn't get the Gargamel choice. <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> That young man's hosting SNL next week. The, uh, yeah, the, the Austin fellow. Oh, he was good. He was good. And then they got uh, uh, Lizzo, I guess, is replacing the uh, musical. The, the, yeah, yeah, yes. Had to drop they, out. They dropped out. So I, like, my son didn't really know much about Elvis. We're going to see the movie. And yes. I go, he really got in trouble for shaking his wiener around. And But I was, like, joking. Right. And then that's what the movie's about. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I was right. Yeah, but yes. Like, they're so mad at him for shaking his wiener around yeah, in the movie. That hillbilly wiener of his. <laughs> they don't, uh, I very much enjoy that movie. I liked it, too. My son, my son also enjoyed it. He kind of just went with me. Yeah. And then he liked it, too. And uh, we may watch it again with Danielle. We may. Right. If she's lucky, we spend some time with her. Wow. That's What if I was one of those husbands? <laughs> you know, I know a wife wants to watch something. I might watch it with her. <laughs> Uh, Garen, what's your guess now? Children's TV. Let me reread the question because we took a break and people may have forgotten it. What PBS cartoon? I'm going to pull it up uh, uh, here in, on the uh, what PBS children's cartoon that ended this year had an episode that parodied Beavis and Butthead, South Park and Dr. Katz. What do you think, Garen? I, I don't know if I have their title correct, but I think it's Arthur or Arthur and Friends. You're going with Arthur. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think Arthur's a win. I think that's a bullseye for you. Yeah, we know Arthur. what you're talking about. A little oh, mouse with glasses. Uh, what's that again? He's a little mouse with glasses. Yeah, yeah was he yeah. an aardvark? Is he an aardvark? Oh, he's an aardvark. But, okay. bottom, but bottom line, he wears glasses like a, okay. you know, like a freak that you'd make fun of. If you <laughs> saw him driving past the gym. Look at that asshole in a car trying to see. <laughs> what a moron. What a weird, what a weird thing that it, bullies made fun of. People wearing glasses. People what did. A, that's why I went to it. Because, you know, yeah, they, they called you four eyes. Four eyes. What a weird uh, thing, though. Like, yes, I'm trying, I'm trying to see. Yeah. You asshole. Right. You wouldn't. Would you make? Would, did you make fun well, of the kid with the hearing aids? You didn't because you felt sorry for that kid. Yeah. One of the things I said because I have a vision problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. It's like when people make fun of me, like, like when I talk about being sober, you know, twenty yeah. something years. Quitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quit because I had a problem mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a better person. You asshole. Mm-hmm. Now adjust your fucking maga hat and leave. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go right over there to the fair. Uh, the fair trader. That's Hopper from palms california uh you have an every table in palms have you been to every table yet i don't know what you're talking what about every table is a place where they uh, they're, they're supposed to be uh, healthy good meals pre-made meals and you just pop in there and go you give me yeah. this meal this meal this or, and there's also a subscription model yeah. where they could bring it to your home okay but you could also go there and grab it you can hmm. even eat there if you wanted to okay uh, but there's one not that far from your house. All right, I'll have to check that out. I, I like uh, people making food for me that I don't have to think about what's in it. Yeah, and it's uh, it may not be as expensive as the whole food. 
Oh, very good. So it, uh, and they look like they've got some uh, nice meals. I mean, I like to cook, but I also like to not clean. To not clean. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. The only time I like cleaning is when we have a big gathering of people, and then I go to the sink and I clean because that means I don't have to hang out and make conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I got this, and I look like the fucking hero. Yeah. Oh, what a great guy! He's cleaning up. That's hey, want to help you, Jimmy? No, no, I'm good. You know, what? go you back should, in there. We, we, could, we could talk about. Oh, I'm good. I'm just in here. I like to do it. It zens out, and I, you know, go back. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. I've got this. Uh, all right. You know, and then I don't have to go out there and go, oh, interesting. Uh, you've been co- 30 years of the company, huh? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Bore. Um, what happened over the weekend? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot. I um, I just this morning got a message from my insurance company saying, apparently, I've done whatever they need me to do. Okay. This is about your car. About my car. Yeah. Money's coming. So that's good. I haven't, Money's coming. It's still going to be six weeks probably before I actually deal with all the dmv stuff but apparently that has i've done all the things that the insurance company cares about okay. so that's that's good news but let me get this so that we get the t-shirt right money's coming money's coming all right yeah uh you, you've never had an elliot t-shirt right we've never nobody's made an elliot t-shirt no there's been some ideas the one i like that, that one of the fans sent was uh when, when you were calling me the cooler and there was like an igloo, but it had my last name on it. Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. That made me happy. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, we should, when we were with Potswag, we should have had that one yeah. made up. It certainly would have outsold the Glug shirt. <laughs> what a miss that was. Jesus Christ. But you said Glug, Jimmy. Yeah, I did, but... But you also called me the cooler, so I guess there's that. Yeah, I think the cooler would have sold, whereas nobody wants to watch see the word Glug looking like dripping jizz. Yeah, or even milk. Even though it just was a, it was a miss. Yeah, it was a great design. Yeah, Abbott yeah. made a great design, but hundred percent. Not gonna walk. You know, my son's not wearing that to school. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you got your money's coming. What else? Uh, so I watched um, Blockbuster. He's on in Netflix. It. He's in it. Oh no, not the. That's you're talking about the series, not the, the series. Oh my apologies. Uh, yes. no, not the no, uh, not, not the uh, with uh, Vanessa Ramos and uh, Randall Park. Yeah. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, right, we all see things, and we all like things, or you, we all you watch the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. How many episodes are there? Ten. Seems like a lot. That's ten. Yeah. Boy, Lotus was only seven. Yeah, well, that's twice as long per episode, though. I think that's a good point. Mm. You, bring up, you bring up what I consider to be a good point. Yeah. So that's fourteen, and that's fourteen uh, blockbusters. Yeah, and you like, you like that Randall Park and uh, yeah. that JB Smoove. Yeah, JB Smoove. He's in it. Somebody mm-hmm. else that we like is in it, right? It's the lady from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is she in it? Yeah, that's yeah. Vanessa Ramos. She's also, I think, she's the no, creator. no, no. Vanessa Ramos. She's uh, a Created it. She's a writer. When I look, when I look up Vanessa Ramos, I got confused. She's not in it. Okay, she's not the girl from uh, Reno Nine One. Not Reno Nine One One. All right. When I, I got confused because when I tried to look it up, I thought it wasn't her. And then I looked it on IMDb and then the photos made me think it was her. So maybe there were pictures of both of them in the same mm. thing or something. I don't know. Now, what's that actress's name? I uh, can't. You're right. So it's, it's the lady from Brooklyn. Vanessa Ramos, by the way, is a great follow on Twitter. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, Let me Twitter. see. Tweeter. Melissa Fumero. There you go. Okay. Thank you. I, I apologize. I, I tried to do the research and I blew it. That said, I've not seen a Vanessa Ramos tweet in a while. Maybe she's one that left when, uh, uh, when Elon started over. falling apart. Yeah. I think he's got some good ideas. He just hasn't executed them properly. Yeah. What a dick. Right? Yeah. But you need Twitter. You need it. You need the tool. Mm. Promote your shows. It is worse, Twitter. Twitter's definitely worse. Oh, it's horrible. Because now now I, I've, I've gotten more... Um, let's just say attractive young ladies uh, yes. uh, privately messaging me yes. than ever before and adding me to groups. 
Hmm. Like I'm not even on Twitter, but for some reason, I guess that particular thing, I still get notifications in my email. Yeah. Like I'm on it, but I'm not, I don't have it. If you had said that sentence to me when I was 14, I'd be like, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? That's bad. Attractive women are contacting you. And and are you in a group? Oh, Oh, this sucks. I'm getting naked pictures of women sent to my phone. I guess young, young Matt Belknap doesn't uh, hear the air quotes. (laughs) Oh, they're not attractive. Oh, I don't know because I'm not going to click on it and have my identity stolen. Yeah. Yeah, they're robots. Yeah, I get it. I get the ones in my, because uh, I follow classic rock. Yeah. And it'll be like, uh, I'm a 51-year-old divorced grandmother uh, who just loves uh, uh, Ario Speedwagon and Metallica. <laughs> Won't you join me? And it's her scantily dressed. And then you go, well, I must click on this. I have to see what she's doing. And she'll have like tens of thousands of followers. And it's just one photo. Yeah. Because it's a robot. It doesn't. Yeah. And who follows that? Tens of thousands. But maybe there are other robots? I hope. Are you all right? No, I'm not. Okay. I think people just like uh, seeing maybe porn, but, but there's so much not. actual porn. Near, near yeah, porn. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Get off Twitter and go uh, even a- incognito even, tab. Even Twitter, Twitter has porn. Yep. We know Ted Cruz knows about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Mm. All right. Jimmy is medicating his uh, throat. Yeah. But I got a little little dryness right in one little spot. It was weird. We saw it. Yeah. Oh man, it was weird. We saw it. It, was, we, we it happened. You. That was you breaking your back. That was your version of that. Uh, all right, what's your guess? So I was desperately trying to think of a PBS television show that was entirely animated because my first thought was Blue's Clues. But I'm like, no, that no, I just got that that young man. We different young men, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going with Magic School Bus. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say this. If it's Magic School Bus, I will give you all the money in my pocket in addition to whatever you win from the trivia tent. All right. I, I look. I don't know what you're I'm not allowed about. to say what I think about my guesses anymore, apparently. But <laughs> you're not allowed to oh, do a yeah. 40 minute preamble. That's People, what you're not allowed to do. Well, yeah. That's the problem. Here's the thing I once had a sandwich, and then you fucking go on and on about a sandwich, and they go, so anyway, it's Magic School Bus. That's what happens. If you're trying to dodge the trolls that get mad at you online, you really just have to like use one of those uh, text to speech things and don't even just type in your answer and have them be like, <laughs> Magic School Bus. Or stop looking at the, at the threads about this show on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. And there are some very nice people out there as well. Right, but obviously, as we talk, <laughs> and Brian knows from, this from stand-up, you yeah. can be on stage and 299 people will love you. Yeah. Somehow all you see is that one fucking guy. Well, because they said the thing I thought about myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's right. I do suck. And then yeah. you get in your head. I go right for the person with their arms crossed. Yeah. And they stick I, out. I find the couples that hate me together. <laughs> <laughs> like if one likes you and the other doesn't, then you can blame it on them. Yeah. No, but I like walking them both. Right. Like, and they both decide, we should go fuck or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, you should. You're actually doing them a favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scram. Get uh, out of here. All right, Magic School Bus. That's what I'm going with. That a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Matt, what do you got? I, I thought of a second PBS cartoon after this, but and I was like, oh, that maybe that's a better answer. But then I realized I think it ended a while ago. So I'm going with the only thing I could think of, which is Curious George. Oh, I, oh. Like, that. I like that young man. I don't I don't know he's that a, that fits, guess. Is it? it? I can't imagine them parodying anything. Yeah, I can't really, see but, the man in the yellow hat doing a, <laughs> doing doing a, a Beavis. Beavis. <laughs> but maybe when they <laughs> right. got to the end of the run, they're like, fuck it. Let's just do, do something. Yeah, let's just jazz it up. Do no one's watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you not watch that when Rhodes was little? We watched it all the time. Yes. Well, Curious George. Yeah, my, mm. I we Oh, we did we watch it. Curious George with him. Yeah. It was very soothing. It's soothing. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was soothing. 
Zoe I kind of look. It. it was one of the ones I kind of like. Oh, good. Oh, good. Curious George is on. It's not one of the other. Yeah. We liked Yo Gabba Gabba. That was my that? favorite thing mm-hmm. of the of all the stuff that he liked. Mine was we the Backyardigans. That was my favorite of all of them. Okay. Yeah, I remember that name. I can't remember what their deal was. It was all about imagination. You'd be in the yeah. backyard, and then you would learn about history. Right, right, right. Because they'd go, oh, the Romans. That one wasn't then, terrible. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then what was the young, the baby Einstein's ones, or the young L- Einstein's? Little Einstein's, Little yeah. Einstein's. Yeah, yeah they that would like just play either. classical music and travel through paintings and stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah, that was yeah, chill. Because yeah. you yeah. learn a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You say that was chill? It was it was like a nice chill. I understand that, but you you don't say that. That's, that's not, you, you, you you as a person have never it was, said that's it was a quick chill. way to express what I mean. It was just another way of saying it. So it was relaxing. Well, I understood what it meant. I just know that you are not a person that says that was chill. <laughs> Jimmy, when I get my fill, I chill. chill. Yeah, you <laughs> now you uh, you're also uh, you're gelling, aren't you? Oh, there's no telling how much I'm gelling. All right, very good, Brian. What's your guess for five dollars? Uh, Do not reveal your bet. Oh, okay, Caillou. 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 Mm. Caillou doesn't like when Rosie gets the attention. I'm not even sure if Caillou was on PBS. I'm not either, but that but it feels, feels like, like a, it feels yeah. Because like it feels they like they that could? did just end, I think, yeah, right? I feel like should. that's. I hope so. Parents hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Boy, did I hate that shit. Yeah. My kid never liked it. Good for you. Yeah. Oliver didn't like it either, but it was on. We were at somebody's house. We were at somebody else's house, and, and she wasn't a mom, but she's like, I put this on for him. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Please take it off. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. Caillou doesn't like when we go to the swamp. Uh, my guess is Arthur. My guess okay. is also Arthur. That feels good, too. I don't know. I've never seen it, but it, it does feel like another one that was running for a long time yeah, and may yeah. have just ended. I'll buy that. My yeah. initial guess was Arnold, and then I crossed that out because then I was like, <laughs> oh, that's not the real name. It's his Arthur. His name is Arthur, yeah. All right, let's find out together. Uh, what the real answer is and if anybody won the money. The only thing I know about Arthur is I know everything about it from that meme where he's clenching his fist. Have you ever seen that meme? No. I guess he clenched his fist once and everyone thought it was funny because it looked like he was about to go crazy. crazy. Yeah, he's going to go Posein nerd rage and start punching. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Here's your answer. Yeah. We do have a winner. Oh, boy. Hey, winner. Um, For some reason, there was an episode of the children's show Arthur. Okay. Oh, wow. oh boy. Entitled the contest where they parodied the shows Beavis and Butthead, South Park, and Doctor Cats. So we got two winners. All right. Now it comes down. down to the bet. This yeah. is very exciting. Now before we get to that, reveal what your bet was. Mine was twenty four. Twenty four. Oh. You went with the Sutherland. What'd you go with, Brian? Three. Three down nice. low. Peter Chris. I heard television. I said twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Brian Sandberg. Yeah. Robin Ventura. Uh, Garen, what did you go with? Did you go high or low for children's TV? I went kind of high. What'd you go with? I went with 20. 20. Now, there's mm. only five that can beat that. Yep. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 22 is one of those. Oh. Yes. 22 points, Garen. I'm going to ask you to suck it <laughs> while I win. But did you, what did you write? Oh, well, you wrote Arnold. I wrote Arnold. I crossed it out. went with it. Arthur. Got it. 22 points. That's nice. a win. So you won five bucks? I won five dollars. Uh, sponsored by Jeremy Herbal. We thank yep. Jeremy for spreading uh, that money. The song will play out. Hey, what's the, speaking of that? What's the song that we play that we we say is the wrong person? Oh yeah, um, I yeah, and it's. I just I saw that email twice. Yeah, and I can't. I, I, I wanted to apologize that we that we credit the wrong person every time. But we it play wasn't it. that song. It, it was, wasn't that song. No, but it was a song. That we yeah. played, that we play it was relatively the, often. Uh, isn't it the Oliver Street? The oh, it might have been. Oh, it's, 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 the B, it's the Bee Gees. The Stand Alive, yeah. 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 And so is it Nathan 
Diffie? It's Nathan, yeah. it's Nathan Diffie. Thank you. No relation to Joe, as we've learned. Right. Uh, all right. Well, pay me my money. Tell Brian how we do this. Brian, we pay this out Joker's Wild style. We count it down by, well, I'll count it up, I guess, by fives. Five dollars by fives. Here we go. Everybody. And, and five. five. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Big winner. Look. Oh, you know what I had in my pocket? I had another five. So you had a chance to get another five. But I put those together. That's ten dollars. Yep. And that could be a very small meal at Whole Food. <laughs> Our guest's name was Brian Pussain, uh, who we've uh, kept captive here for now for two hours. <laughs> um, the new special is called uh, Pussaina Nangrata, and it's available on Moment. Until, wait, wait, when's it? When's it leave Moment? Uh, like next week. Okay, so the they 22nd got second or so. It'll be everywhere else. And is it is it pay to play when you see Moment? Or is it free on moment? Uh, f- pay there, and then it'll be everywhere else, like Amazon and that kind of thing. Mm. Okay, very good. And then, uh, then you could rent it there or whatever. Yeah, or however that works. Or it might be on Prime. I'm not even sure. Um, I have Amazon Prime. I um, may take advantage. Congratulations. Because I'm not going to moment, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going somewhere. I mm-hmm. think that they're going to be uh, catfishing me oh. and taking my info. Is that happening to you? Does that happen to you? <laughs> what if that's been happening to me and I never brought it up? <laughs> Yet I bring up when a, uh, a guy parking his motorcycle incorrectly. Yeah. When you arrived, Brian, uh, out front, was there a motorcycle parked taking up way too much space on the street? Mm, I didn't see. Yellow, yellow got a motorcycle? good spot. Okay. Right out in front. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you would have seen it then. You probably got yeah. the spot the you motorcycle that was spot. in. That prick finally <laughs> moved. Yeah. And uh, I believe it was easy. I think it was Easy Rider. Oh, my God. I think it was him. Th- both of those men are dead. What do you mean by both? Isn't Peter Fonda dead? I know uh, the other guy, uh, Hopper's Hopper. dead. Hopper's dead. Is Peter Fonda? Peter Fonda did die. I think he died. I'll say in the last five years. It might be further back. I feel like he died before uh, Dennis Hopper did. You think so? I kind of think so, too. I don't know that. Yeah. He got cancer. Peter Fonda. Yeah. So did Hopper. Oh, they both died of cancer. Yeah. All those motorcycles. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sucking exhaust. Yeah, oh, suck a highway. muffler. Peter Fonda passed away August 16th, 2019. Yeah, oh, within the oh, last five years. That's pretty recent. Yeah. yeah. I interrupted Hopper, but I felt good about it. Wait, like, what? I, I saw him in public, and it was and he was sick, and I knew he was sick, and but I also felt like this is the only opportunity I have to tell this guy. And I just went up and I said, sir, sorry to bother you, but you made everything you were in better. And that was it. And he goes, that's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. And we were done. Oh, awesome. what a win. <laughs> yeah, so I felt good. Good like, for you. Yes. Like, I didn't really fuck up his day. Or, <laughs> right. You know, because people will come up and go, sorry to bother you. And I'm like, well, why are you then? Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was one where nice. I was like, I feel if I tell him this. Yes. And the woman that was with him was like, oh, my God, that's really nice. I but, made but it's also that. true. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, succinct great way to make everything you're in better. Yeah, oh, what is that? What the fuck is that now? Holy I, I don't. We're know. in the middle of a show. I have every. I, I this is my new phone. I have oh, okay. everything I thought muted, and apparently that wasn't. That well, felt I, like we had a, a theme song for when someone says a sincere <laughs> compliment. Yeah, like, yeah. There it is. What I win? How great is he in Hoosiers? By the way, he's yeah. great in Hoosiers. Everything. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. you didn't hear him. Everything. I understand yeah. that, yeah. but True I romance specifically yeah, yeah. Speed. for me yeah. Hoosiers. Oh. Speed. speed. Oh my God. Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld's good. He is fun in Waterworld. People, I watched people, it recently. Uh, people like to make that a punchline, but it's, uh, that's a fine movie. It it doesn't quite. I like I watched it last summer. It doesn't quite hold up, yeah, but, but it's it's still like he's fun in it, and 
Yeah, he's having a good time, which is nice. You know what we watched last Jack night? Jack Black, right? Isn't that Jack one of Jack Wait, Jack Black, yes, he's Jack Black like, is one of his first parts. I don't remember yeah, that. I didn't mm. know that until I was watching it again this past summer. Yeah, We watched House of Games last night, the, uh, the, the, the Mammoth, yeah. starring Lindsay oh, Krauss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, awesome. um, uh, yeah. What? Oh, no. Not so sure that holds up. Really? I could tell you that the, the two people in my house that hadn't seen it previously. Weren't in it? Uh, they, they did not feel it at all. Oh, no. Not at all. And uh, I thought it was going to be right in Oliver's wheelhouse. I thought Me too. He, but yeah. Uh, no. Damn. Um, yeah. Shocking. He, uh, he found uh, he, 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 the mammoth rhythm that you so love in Glengarry, he feels does not work in this movie. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, it's very, it's very like art. It doesn't, it's not like people talk at it's all. It's not the way it's people very, talk. Like, uh, it made heightened. me think jo- uh, Joe Mantegna was not that great of an actor hmm. because it, I, I thought, why does he talk like that? Like yeah. I, I was not when I first saw it. I, I wasn't I saw smart that enough. one live. Yeah, say it again. I think I saw that one live. Did you really? Yeah, I think I did. Oh wow, that's the thing. Like I feel like the the plot of it is so cool. I just remember it being like a really interesting, like kind of twisty story. Yes. So like you kind of go along with whatever weirdness of the of the writing which which like again a lot of mammoth stuff is all of mammoth stuff basically has that yes it does so i you, i love that i remember in the movie theater i left there going this is the greatest movie i've ever seen like i yeah. loved it and i love i'm not sure it holds up mm-hmm. written by friend of the show jonathan katz right um along with david mammoth who by all accounts is a great guy <laughs> uh all right brian possein's been here uh, he's also got the the Nerd Poker podcast that he does with our friend Blaine Kapatch, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Telfer, and is there a fourth person in that? Yeah, Ken Daly and Sarah Gazzardo. Okay, mm-hmm. Ken Daly, who I went to uh, Knott's Berry Farm once. Uh, with. Oh, and Chris Tallman. We added Chris Tallman. Uh, I don't know who that uh, is. Hilarious guy. That's a lot. That's a lot of folks playing uh, a, 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 a game. Yes, <laughs> we zoom. We haven't played in person since uh, COVID. Uh, we zoom in every week. You zoom every week. You zoom it. Yeah, and we're so, still trying to get in person. A couple people aren't that into it yet. So. Why are they? They don't want to be uh, in the world yet. You mean they're just uh, afraid of catching? So I'm mm-hmm. not going to throw anybody under the bus. But yeah, Telfer. <laughs> uh, actually, I saw Telfer. Telfer came to a, a flapper show recently. Oh, nice. And he was in the back. Speaking of tall guys that stand out, <laughs> Telfer, Telfer just kind of walks and a, a, a an eclipse went along with him. Like. Um, <laughs> But it was good to see Dan. Yeah. It was good to see Dan. I haven't seen Dan in a while. I think the last time we saw him was in here. When, Probably, yeah. When Patton was also here. Remember mm-hmm. that day? Yes, I do. He was, wasn't he Garen for a day? He was sitting in for Garen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Brian Postain's been with us. Let's let him go. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for subscribing. We appreciate it. Appreciate all the support. Brian, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. Uh, it's I'm, been too long. I'm uh, glad I finally did it. And it's we're a going to We're going to get you back. I'm going to talk to the guys and get you back. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to have the pop culture beast. Look at him over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. That's the fair trader, Elliot Hopper, the Honcho, Matt Belknap, our friend Brian Posehn. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022, Never Not Funny, LLC.